On this episode of Star Wars Time Show, the dudes have a new collectible to talk about, as well as some cool-looking BTS shots featuring Mando's massive LEDs. They'll also wrap Star Wars Resistance before going into the troublesome Kenobi production delays. I smell tangents. The duo will also cover the latest Clone Wars trailer, Duel of Fates concept art leaks, and of course, the now infamous Top 5 Star Wars Fan Artist Features of the Week. Cue that music. everybody welcome back to a brand new episode of the star wars time show and yes we are saying release the jj cut but in all honesty who the fuck knows what we're saying i mean at, at any given time do you all really know what we're gonna say outside of really stupid shit about star wars but we're back you know nick and i we like doing this thing we, we kind of do it on a weekly basis we're here to give you the content so you know what you need to know about things in the know in the land of Star Wars. All right, buddy, so as we heard, plenty to talk about. Maybe not even that much, but you know our asses. We'll, we'll start getting the diarrhea of the mouth, and two hours from now we'll be sitting here going, how the fuck did we talk for two hours on some rather dumb topics? Yeah. But that's what we do. Welcome to Star Wars time <laughs> if this is your first introduction to the madness. Uh, so let's get right into it. You know how we always kind of lead off if there's any new Star Wars toys or collectibles to look at. We, we start with that stuff, and lo and behold, we've got one. Yeah, there might not be new movies coming out, but they're still pumping out collectibles for films that are now 40 years old. And Why do I say that? Well, we're getting a new Yoda with Dagobah Hut Funko Pop set. Dude. It's up for pre-order, and this is in honor of Empire's 40th anniversary, Nick. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I really wish that the hut was a little bit bigger so you could actually, like, shove, little, ass yeah, in there. shove yeah. little Yoda into his hut. But they are about the same size, as you can see in the image that's provided on the on the StarWarsTime.net post that will be linked in the podcast. But, um, I mean, this is, you know, 40th anniversary of, of ESB. I hope there's some more shit coming because, I mean... If you talk to most Star Wars fans, ESB ranks up there in the top one or two, usually, of their favorite movies. Um, so hopefully this is just kind of like the first release of the of the ESB 40th anniversary kind of slew of, of merchandise we're going to get. Uh, but it's a good start. Well, I mean, honestly, dude, I think that's why, you know, we were talking about new Funkos last week, and they're all Empire Strikes Back Funkos, right? Yep, yep. So I, I think they are kind of getting this 40th anniversary treatment. Th this one's actually going to come with a box that's marked for the 40th and, you know, special display. Okay. But, you know, boxes are for pussies. <laughs> Open your Funko Pops. Take them out. Pry them, them on off fire of their bases. <laughs> but even this one, I mean, okay, at least the base is creative, but they yeah. still, it's like, yeah, let's fucking remind everyone that Yoda's from Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like if there's an old green little guy with, with like elf-like ears and he's holding a cane, he's probably Yoda. There's not a lot of characters who look like him I, out in the movie-verse, but... It's mind-boggling. You know, I mean, that's the just... The only Funko line still that does this shit is the Star Wars one with bases and that all say Star Wars. Like, oh, hey, Dude, that, <laughs> Darth Vader's from Star Wars. <laughs> that never really might knew. be like a part of the contract. When they first signed a contract with, with Star Wars, Lucasfilm, whoever, 
George himself. They may like Lucas may have put in the contract all Star Wars Funko Pops must be branded as such, and that's why they have that shit on there. Uh, he probably would do that. Too, he would. Right? He'd be like, I want they Star are his Wars, wars to be so. So, but anyways, yeah. he he's out there. He's up for pre-order. I think he's shipping February. Yeah. So yep. uh, next month or by the time you're listening to it, he may be ready to land in your geek HQ. So twenty nine ninety nine, a little pricey for a pop, but hey, you're you're almost getting a little diorama with him. So if you're into the toy photography stuff, this could be a good set to check out. Yeah. And, uh, I do believe uh, they're doing some Black Series 6-inch figures for ESB's 40th, but I don't think anything has been made official. And you know when it is, our dumbasses will be reporting on it for your dumbasses. All right? There we go. And yes, you are dumbasses because you're listening to the Star Wars Time Show. <laughs> We've <laughs> tricked you. <laughs> our dumbasses. I will say that one of my friends started listening recently. She had, um, you know, just... I, I think I saw this on Facebook because yeah. I... Um, I stalk Nick on Facebook to make sure he's promoting. Yeah, just to make sure that I'm I'm riding the party line. But one of my friends, <laughs> she started listening. She watched Tross a few times. We we're having a conversation. She's like, "Oh my god, dude! I started listening to the show, and now I'm all in the fucking toys again." I'm all. I in saw that. Stuff. No, I was gonna say it's like she's in the toy, like the toy photography. Yeah. She's like, "Holy, I'm fi- following toy photographers." So see, yeah. You toy photographers that are listening, you've learned to listen to the whole show, and you just don't show up for your fucking segment. See? See? There's good, See? There's good stuff all throughout the show. We're, we're making you more unfamous than you already are. Yeah. Well, here we are. All right, so moving on to famous people. <laughs> you know, the Mandalorian, everyone involved, they're... they're they're in the know. People know them. They've got names. Pedro, John, Dave. Well, uh, I mean, we all agreed we love the show. When I'm talking we, Nick has a mouse in his pocket, and so do I. Okay? Indeed. So it's the, the plural we here. But, you know, it, I mean, the show looked fantastic. It looked that like they went to all these planets, you know, Navarro, Tatooine, so on and so forth. But what you probably didn't know is that 90% of this show, if not more, was shot indoors on a set with these massive LED screens that it can essentially render 4K quality environments in real time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking- so we got a bunch of, I don't know if this is coming from an art book or someone that, that worked on the. It looked like it was coming from a magazine, right, Nick? Yeah. But we got a bunch of behind the scene behind the scenes images and my god when you can see what these sets looked like and what these screens did it is bonkers yeah i mean it literally looks like you're you're just looking out into a real open sky canyon field whatever it may be these images are are fucking breathtaking to to behold because it's like you said you, you think you're looking at a set like a real set but it's not it is a screen and I don't. Yeah, I don't know where this came out of, but it definitely looks like a magazine. I, I, I'm pretty sure this is. I'm not gonna say Favreau invented it, but I think this is the tech he first championed with the Jungle Book and then Lion King, so on and so forth. Where you know he essentially shoots all these movies on a set instead of going out into, you know, real world locations. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is this is what 15 mil an episode gets you. It gets you a fucking massive TV screen that's about the size of your house. Yeah, and, it, you know, if you open up the post while you're listening, towards the bottom, there's a link that, that kind of links to all the images. One in particular just fucking blows my mind, and it's the last one if you're scrolling down through it, and it's, it's Mando standing in a canyon, 
And right. that it's is a fake. that looks <laughs> like I can't my brain cannot process the fact that this is not a real canyon behind him because there is yeah. nothing that that makes me believe that this is yeah fake. it says the rocks behind him are on the led wa- wall while some practical rocks are placed in the mid and foreground to blend the transition yeah it's nuts and then like if you if you read down a little bit further it even says that they like they use the unreal engine for those of you who are in the video game world that's like what they use to and honestly nick that's how i caught wind of it because people like mark ryan and a lot of people that that still work at epic we're we're tweeting these images out like hey look at us this is our fucking tech yeah (laughs) yeah it's pretty slick yeah it literally fools you into believing that you're looking at real life skies and backgrounds and all these fucking images with a video game engine and i mean that's i I mean episode one essentially when he's walking into the bar the only thing that is real is the floor and the moisture evaporator in front of him jesus (laughs) everything else is led yeah, that that's like purely insane. Yeah, so I just thought that was a fun little thing to share. I mean, uh, clearly, The Mandalorian was a massive, massive success. I don't want to say it was a surprise. I mean, I, I kind of had a an idea that it would be as good as it became. You know, I'm not sitting here like, ha, 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 I was on The Mandalorian bandwagon before anyone else. But, yeah, Nick and I, we were at oh, yeah. the first ever preview of some shit at Celebration back in April. And I think you could see there just from the camaraderie between the creators and the cast, as well as some of the snippets they showed us. It's like, okay, this thing's got a lot of fucking potential, Mm -hmm. especially with Favreau behind it, Filoni writing stories for it. And guess what? It turned out to be pretty fucking great. I mean, none of us knew Baby Yoda was coming. Clearly, that was the the secret sauce. But even without Baby Yoda, I think this show would have been... A, a smash hit with Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. So I it's mean, just cool to see how it was made. The cast and crew seemed super passionate when we saw them at Celebration. And like you said, the, the material that we saw, it was it was mind-boggling. Like, we looked at it and we're like, holy shit, Like we've never really seen anything like this in Star Wars before. Like Of course, we've seen you know, these, these different backgrounds and we've been to desert planets and we've been, you know, we've seen bounty hunters, but like the story that was being told and the, and the way that the tale was kind of woven throughout the the show, it was just completely separated from anything star Wars and it fucking killed it. And hopefully we get at least, you know, two more seasons of this stuff. We know season two is on the way and that fab. Come on, man. Keep Come it, on, keep Nick. Don't do that to us, brother. I just speak it out to the universe. We want this to go on until Baby Yoda turns nine hundred years old yeah. and fucking dies. Exactly. Okay? We need to see Baby Yoda become one with the Force as Yoda did. And speaking <laughs> of Baby Yoda, do we get his his or her or its real name? I feel like right out of the gate in season two. I feel like you gotta wait because the real name is probably gonna come from whenever when he, he finds a Jedi. Yeah, or whenever he finds a Jedi or whoever he's looking for. Because do you think Gideon knows its real identity at this point? Oh man, Gideon might, dude. Gideon knows everything. It seems like from that final scene or from that you know final episode, it seemed like Moff Gideon knew basically everything about everybody. Because oh yeah, I mean he, he was will, he killed the client, he killed a bunch of his own uh, battalion to get the thing, so he clearly has a high value on it and, and knows what it's all about. He, I think he even makes that threat. He's like, "Hey, you guys don't even fucking know what you're dealing with." Yeah. 
I'm really curious, dude, because it's <coughs> now this world is getting into an area where you're starting to blend with like post episode six, like main characters, because if you're looking for Jedi, if that's what you're going after yeah. for baby Yoda, yeah. there's only fucking one of them that we know about. And it's Luke Skywalker. I, might be able to make the argument that Ahsoka is still floating. Could around. be, yeah. Could be Ahsoka. But is she even around. a real Jedi? Yeah, is she a Jedi? Is that that's that's arguable? But I like, mean, well, I think we'll be talking about that when we talk about the little Clone Wars bit we have planned. I mean, what what technically is she going to be? Because by the time she hit Rebels, she's clearly fuck the Jedi, fucking hate him. I got white lightsabers, eat a dick, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's there's a lot of interesting places this show's going to go next year when it comes back and or is it later this year 2020 we're in 2020 now right yeah no we sh- we'll be getting s2 fall 2020 yeah so here, sure. here we are we're in 2020 i forgot about that already so we're getting it and this if year. you believe some rumors maybe a new helping of rebels yes yeah i know there's a lot too, of rumors so. we talked about that a couple of weeks ago cartoons in the form of rebels next month we already have you know, Clone Wars. There's a lot of good shit happening in Star Wars land right now. If you get just on, not in the, on the movie side, yeah, get on yeah, the like D Disney Plus. Plus short form television style. So far, Star Wars, Disney Star Wars at least hasn't quite fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. But we are going to talk about a story tonight where it seems they're trying their damnedest to fuck that shit up. We'll see. <laughs> but we'll get there. Before we get there, though, we, we got to put a, a Star Wars series to bed, sadly. And I'm talking about Star Wars Resistance. Yes, we're probably one of the only part podcasts out there, or Star Wars fans in general, that have put a focus on Resistance. I know Star Wars Explained, the, the big guy on YouTube, he he's also a diehard, so respect there. Star Wars Theory doesn't give a fuck about it. So how many theories can he really fucking have? All right, so anyways... Star Wars Resistance is over, Nick. It's done. Episode 18 of S2 aired this past weekend. It was an hour long. It was called The Escape. And um, it was a good one. I'm not going to lie. Some emotions here or there. I'm not going to say I was bawling and crying like watching Rey suck the lightsaber past Kylo and TFA. Or, you know, Luke realizing that he tapped into the dark side to kick his own father's ass. But there were some genuine emotional reactions based on some of the character interactions that you know we've come to know and love over these two seasons. So I was a fan in it. Before I get into my you know full kind of breakdown, obviously there were some Easter eggs in there. There's some good ones. Uh, we had some self-eggs in there with the Aotians getting blown up by the First Order. They just appeared a few episodes back. Mm-hmm. <coughs> a big one here, Nick. Your buddy, the Supreme Leader, makes his resistance debut in the last episode. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. No longer oh, yeah. just, you know, Kylo Ren the subordinate or anything like and that. And you can tell these motherfuckers are already deathly afraid of him because he makes an appearance early in this episode where he's chewing out Pyre and Tierney. Oh, dude. And he, with the Force, makes b- both of them essentially grab their own weapons and point them at each other (laughs) it was great it it was basically kylo like all right if you guys i'm giving you one more chance to corral this little resistance cell and here's me showing you i'm serious yeah i can essentially make you kill each other if i want kylo's a badass dude like he he, really was like he (laughs) He is fucking and and right at the end the end of tlj you saw it like as soon as he fucking killed 
you know, as soon as the, the throne room scene was over and, you know, Hux walks in there, fucking Snoke is dead. He tries to, like, stand up and say something. Kylo immediately puts an end to that shit. And then just oh, the, yeah. the ferocity with which he pursues Well, well even them. in Tross, that one asshole's like, oh, we meet back. Yeah. Throws him up like, on a fucking you. ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally flips his ass up on a ceiling. He's like, yeah, go ahead and keep talking talking back to me and see what There's happens. Like, there, are, there are good little moments like that during Tross's fast-forward opening 50 minutes yeah yeah sometimes if you blink you're gonna miss some of the shit but yeah so i mean he's he's angrier than ever which is great uh they had to go back to castellan which is where this show started all of season one took place on the planet castellan and they actually found the ring that kaz crashed into in episode one that was kind of a nice (laughs) little callback (coughs) damn it and this actually isn't me talking about the thing we were talking about earlier nick this is legit coffee matt's still got a plague that he's been dealing yeah it's probably at at this point i live in ohio and we now have documented cases of the coronavirus so there's a good chance all one half of star wars time is going to be kia yeah it it may be a solo show moving forward so (laughs) i mean dude i work on a college campus it's basically in America. It's breaking out on college campuses. Yeah, I saw that. So I give myself about two more weeks. Yeah, I mean, not to mention you have a a three year old who's who's now oh, yeah, in, daycare, in daycare. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything like th- that. This whole fucking family's gonna be in the grave here in three weeks. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely ordering a family set of hazmat suits on Amazon right now. Makes sense. Yeah. Need Prime shipping though. Two days if you can last that yes. long. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen so it might just be the star wars time nick yeah and not the bros anymore but anyways back to resistance uh tam and rocklin they kind of get mixed up in a plot they get captured by the first order and tyranny rolls out some first order executioners uh those are units we met in tlj yep. uh, yeager and kaz are kind of running through the hangar of a destroyer and we get to see some adats and adsts and i made a mistake in the video nick I'm going to call myself on it now. I corrected in the video, but it was after I recorded the, uh, the audio. But I called them at M6s. Oh, no. Thinking they were the units used on Crate and TLJ, but upon closer review. Their feet were different. Yes, yep. they were just at ads. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, that's the give myself. <laughs> I may or may not have cut off my right testicle because of the air. You know, you gotta you gotta make sacrifices when those types of errors pop up. I know. Up. It's like you and your cattails after every cast. I yeah. mean, good or bad, Nick takes off his shirt, kneels down in front of the Star Wars Time altar, and bleeds his yeah. back. It's never good enough. That is what you need to learn <laughs> as a podcaster. What you do is never good enough. Right. <laughs> and the only thing that's gonna get you better is self mutilation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I am now ballless. And Nick's back is nothing but scars. Yes. We do it for you all, though. Okay, another Easter egg. E-Web Cannon. Fucking Flix and Orca <laughs> rolled out an E-Web Cannon from their little uh, store on the Colossus. Yeah, so that was, the, you know, we just saw the yeah. E-Webs in Episode 8 of Mando. You can see the damage that that thing did. Ripped through oh, a Oh, yeah, whole and then, cantina. you know, they made their debut on Hoth in Empire. And then, last but not least, this is another great one. Kind of a, a nod to his grandfather, but... At the end of the episode, as it you know is very clear, the first order has lost. Spoiler. Um, Kylo dials up Tierney on the old hollow cam and force chokes her ass to death. Wow! There we go. Yeah. 
I mean, like vintage Vader Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, I mean, and he even did it over a over a hollow call <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, who was it? Who got that one? Captain Nita. It was yeah, it was yeah Nita or Piet. Yeah. Was one of them. it was Nita. I think Piet's the He's one that the got one who... the command after Nita got taken yes, out. Yes, yes, who knows? But uh, maybe his Ad- Admiral Ozel is the first one that gets wasted. Actually, because it's funny because yeah, Ozel like, gets wasted. Then Nita gets wasted for t- for losing the Falcon, like he self owns and gets wasted. Yep. And then Piet <laughs> takes over, and I think Piet lives through the rest. Yeah, of I it. think he makes it. Yeah, he he makes it. Yeah, he makes it all the way to Jedi, but his he's on the superstar destroyer when, when gets, that A wing crashes through. Yeah, it. so he 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 gets blown up himself, <laughs> but at least he didn't get killed with the Force. I mean, I mean that's a great way to progress through the Imperial Navy, though. I know, right? It's fantastic. I mean, Piet started that movie as like a fucking jerk off. Admiral Ozel gets wasted for being cocky and coming out of hyperspace too soon. Yeah. Nita gets wasted for just losing the Falcon. Was it in the asteroid field? Maybe. I don't know. Either way. It was after. Yeah. It was after they leave the asteroid field and they're like, we don't know where. Yeah. And then, you know, Piet just kind (laughs) of slides into Ozel's role there and and makes it to uh, the big fight in Jedi. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, one thing that that popped up this week, too, that's I mean, it's Star Wars related, but it isn't really news. If you like SNL, there was the continuation of the undercover Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good. So go out there and check that out, because that shit's hilarious. And there's some more good force chokings and and, and Kylo Ren, you know, uh, (laughs) that one girl where he fucking stabbed her. Right. He's like, she's like, I want to be a pilot like Luke Skywalker. He's like, you can die like him then. (laughs) 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 Wow. this is Adam Driver is a fucking pimp, man. I love that guy. He's so I, I wish we could get him in more Star Wars, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, it's not just, anymore. That fucking ship has sailed, unfortunately, and, and his Star Wars story has been written. So uh, back to Resistance, though, man. I like this real quick kind of review recap here. It was just it was a damn good finale. Uh, it, it buttoned up most of the threads the show created. Uh, I guess I, I, I'm a little disappointed they never had a direct tie into the famous resistance the live action resistance this season i mean one of the episodes kaz was leaving to join poe but you know poe himself never radioed in but hey whatever we didn't get in 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 the series finale but it it resolved the stuff with tam i think it did a great job with that it resolved stuff with first order characters that needed to die you know pyre tyranny some of these other characters that were kind of players on the show but not in the movies and, and as I said at the at the onset of this, there were some genu- genuine emotional moments. I mean, the the Tam and Kaz reunion, the Niku and Tam reunion, just the end when you know Aunt Z has a great line where Team Fireballs back together and they're like, yeah, we're Team Fireball. And Aunt Z looks at them when everyone else comes in. She says, she says, no, we are Team Colossus. Nice. And I was like, yeah, nice. you know, just. It's kind of like a feel-good Miller time type of ending to the series. Yeah. So, did you get any um, indication towards the end? And again, for those of you who who are keeping up, I still don't have access to it. But Matt did say that he was going to drop a date on me where I won't have to try to steal it anymore. So that's coming soon. But did you feel like there was any kind of setup? Like, okay, like any trust setup? Like, do we expect? To oh, see- oh, I mean. Doza, I mean, they they essentially commit to the resistance. Okay. 
they're in it to win it now. I mean, the, the, the Colossus itself, you could pretty much call a resistance cell at this point. Yeah, a resistance vessel. And I did read an article on StarWars.com. Live-action versions of the ship that were guaranteed at the Battle of Exegol were the Fireball and Torres fighter. Okay, so they're in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yes. Just, it it didn't say anything fire. about the Colossus itself, but j- definitely those two. I ships. feel like if the Colossus was there, it would be huge. Like you would notice it because it's such. Oh, a you, huge you'd have to see it. Ship. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like a big ass pe- inverted penis. Yeah. <laughs> so, if for those of you out there who still have the screen grab from Tross, where you get the entire fleet coming in, that moment still hits me with emotion. I saw the movie for the fifth time last Wednesday. Five times. And, dude, I'm telling you, like that that fleet comes in. And my girlfriend looked over at me. And she's like, are you crying? I'm like, this part always makes me cry. It always hits me. <laughs> I was like, it always hits me. Um, Did you like get out of the movie and she just kicked your ass? She was like, I can't believe you cried. I was like, you cried like, at Endgame like, 2. You fucking pussy. Because <laughs> it's the same thing. She cried at Endgame. She can't yell at me for crying at Star Wars. Can't do uh, it. <laughs> but... No, nah, hey man, that's that's beautiful shit. I, yeah. It's like the older I get, the more I cry. I mean, I, I almost have a cry a day anymore. <laughs> uh, the, the Kobe shit fucked me oh, up. I don't man, know why. Yeah. I'm not a big, like, oh my god, a celebrity, a celebrity died. The fucking world should end. I, I, I like fuck it. There are people like us. They got luckier. They had a skill. I mean, if we want to sit here and and stop the country. Let's do it for people that basically sign up to go get themselves killed because they're poor, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's do it from real fucking heroes. But I don't know. The Kobe shit fucked me up. I mean, he's basically my age. Yeah. Died with his daughter, leaving kids. It's just, man, that shit fucked me up. It is. I mean, it's sad and, you know. I mean, I have a buddy. It's literally 41 with a 13-year-old daughter. Wow. That's why the thing is like, what if, you know, they just fucking drove down the road one day and they were dead? Yeah. That's and his wife's there with, you know, two other kids and shit, so. Yeah, it's fucked up, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the. There's nothing wrong with, with crying at Star Wars, No, buddy. that's the kind of emotion that, and that's why, you know, Tross will always be good to me, because it can pull that emotion out of me. Like, it, that, that movie pulls the emotion out of me. That scene. That yeah, I, I'm hemming and hauling on screening five, and, and I feel like I got to shit or get off the pot, because I think, sadly, at least AMC, they're looking to boot Tross probably in the next two weeks. So that would be what, like a I'm trying to figure out what that run would be. So December seventeenth, almost a, a two month. So run, they'd be giving a two month run, yeah. Then, well, the they've also have movies that are still running that came out in fucking October. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I guess it's. I mean, you can still catch a screening of fucking Joker if you want to at my AMC. That's so weird. I guess that's like Oscar stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, I know what you mean because there are some others, but it never left. Yeah. Jojo oh. Rabbit never left. Okay. I mean, they might only have a screen or two, but they're still on there every day. Yeah, because I know that Jojo Rabbit left our like the Regals around us and then came back, and um, I don't know. I haven't seen Joker back yet. There's a part of me wants to talk the little one in the like giving it another go to see if she can make it to the end and actually see the end. Yeah. Cause I think she'd really like to see Ray win. Yeah. You got to tell um, her to take a nap before that. <laughs> it's like here, take a nap in the first 50 minutes of the movie <laughs> or just load her up with fucking chocolate. And yeah. Shit. Just like, like I felt bad. I took her to Doolittle last week and that movie's God awful. 
<laughs> but she she slogged through that thing and didn't fall asleep. So I don't know what the, I don't know what that says about Tross. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, Tross is a longer movie. Too, uh, it is two twenty two. I mean, Doolittle is only one forty four, and that's what it, I mean. She made it, literally made it. As Ray was on the ground and the Jedi were giving oh, her the fucking speech, man. and then she was out. She was right there. She almost. She had mi- it. Yeah, she, she missed the big it. moment. The you know, and I am all the Jedi. All that yeah. shit. She missed it all. Yeah. She has no clue that Ray is a Skywalker now. She won't believe me when I say that. <laughs> she won't believe. Yeah. Fuck no. She's like Ray's not Skywalker. Yeah. Ray's Ray. Like, She's got to right. see it again. Then she's got to see uh, yep, it one more yep. time. So, <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm I'm hemming and hawing on that. But as Nick teased. If resistance something you passed on because whatever you're either an asshole and you think anything Disney does animated is no good. I even there's even people out there trying to tell me that Rebels is no good. That it's is like, ridiculous. You what? Uh, and, and by the way, everyone that's on Floney's cock, guess what? That's this a, is a Floney project. Yeah, it's all his shit, dude. Like all okay. of I mean, Star he, Wars. He might not have been the showrunner and wrote every episode, but he was kind of the the one that kicked it off and handed it off to people. Yeah, uh, but. I guess I should get to my tease here instead of going in circles. It, it, uh, season two of Star Wars Resistance should be hitting Disney Plus February 25 already, buddy. So. Yeah, so a little bit less than a month away. I mean, we're recording right. this on shortly Sunday. after the release of Clone Wars, which again, we got a good little action on that. Literally 12 hours after we recorded the podcast last week, yeah. which burns my ass but hey we're here a week later a day late a dollar short as they say to talk about it but before we get there we're going to get to another story where it's like okay i think nick and i have been fairly positive and accepting of what disney has done with star wars and we're not card carrying members of the fandom menace yet <laughs> but some of the shit that's starting to come out and there's a lot of it and it's not just smoke. There's some fire behind some of this stuff, yeah. specifically some Disney Plus stuff. I'm really starting to wonder, like, what the fuck is wrong with the people in charge at Disney and Lucasfilm? So, what yeah. the fuck is going on over there? Yeah. And, and Nick, you know what I'm talking about. I, I'm I talking do. about all this Kenobi bullshit. Kenobi production confirmed delayed. You insane. The show's still coming out. There's rumors out there. It might be four episodes. It might just be a movie now. The fucking scripts have been thrown out. It's a pile of shit. Jose Domini's gone. Should we bring in Filoni? It's just like, I mean, how do you fuck up a Kenobi show? So I think what's happening is that because this comes, this news actually comes pretty shortly after a very similar story that's not related to Star Wars. So about uh, two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, there was a story that came out about Disney Plus. The Lizzie McGuire series literally had the same thing happen. Where So I think what's happening is that Disney Brass is going through and they're reviewing all the scripts for these previously planned shows. And then they're saying like, all right, this has to, we have to delay this. We have to scrap this. We have to do this. We, like they're, they're reading them now. So Lizzie McGuire had the same thing happening. They kicked the showrunner off. Like the creator. Kathleen Kennedy literally on stage at D23 said, We have all the scripts and we love them. Yeah, so I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if there's like been like a second well, pass on this. Did you read the other rumor? Apparently, the scripts were essentially The Mandalorian with Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that's what they said. It was that it was too similar to The Mandalorian. And he was <laughs> watching over a young kid. Yes. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I am supremely confident that this show is still going to happen. Like 
there were previous rumors that it had been canceled altogether, which we kind of shot down pretty quickly. Um, but I think like, like you and said, even you and kind of talked to it on entertainment tonight. He said, look, the, the rumors about the show being canceled are completely wrong, but they are, they are delaying, essentially delaying production until the beginning of 2021. So the scripts can be rewritten. There needs to be some, some script work done. So if that's the case, and they are actually sitting down and legitimately rewriting the scripts with, with, you know, I mean, we know that Deborah Chow is the person who's in charge of this show now. Yeah. She hasn't been fired yet. Yeah. But like she pretty also, much at the throw yet at the end of everything. Now, when we talk about Disney plus or anything, Disney Star yeah. Wars, I think, but at least to my knowledge, she wasn't the one who wrote the scripts. Like she wasn't, no, no, she's not. She doesn't seem to be the screenwriter director hybrid like jj or ryan yeah so so maybe i'm not saying she doesn't write but it seems like now she's just focused on directing someone else's story yeah so so maybe you know they they saw what the the success with mando and they're like okay kenobi's a little too close to it like the story is essentially the same so we need to rework it and if that's the case then i'm okay with it Okay, again, but what the fuck are they doing at Lucasfilm? It's not like John and Dave said, "Haha, we got the scripts and we're gonna shove them up our asses so you can never see it." Yeah, I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're trying to spin it like, "Oh, hey, we we had no idea the Mandalorian was gonna be about this fucking baby Yoda." My ass, you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You're telling me people like Bob Iger, Kathleen Kennedy, motherfuckers cutting checks. Didn't know the story of the Mandalorian. Bob Iger told us he 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 essentially watched each the Mandalorian three, three times. times so he could rewrite them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's 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 that you know. I'm not yelling at Nick. I, I just like it's weird. Th- there's some really really weird fucking shit that I'm now starting to admit is happening at, at Disney with Star Wars. It's fucking asinine that they could fuck up this Kenobi production. It, I, I don't care. Better scripts. This script. It's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. You supposedly been writing a movie for the past decade or whatever. What are you talking about? You need more time. Yeah, I mean, it's... it just makes no sense. And okay, it, the release isn't going to be delayed, but now we're in a situation where okay, production's delayed, which is going to butt up against release. So we're going to get another rushed fucking thing like Tross. Like, why? Yeah. Why can't people figure this shit out? Why is it so hard? To create a series about Kenobi. Yeah, it should be pretty easy considering that, like you said, there was a previously written movie script already there. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I, I always try to lean on the more positive side of things. So, cle- you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I mean. Why do you have to be positive? The Kenobi stuff was written before the release of Mando. I'm not saying that there was story conflict or anything like that. I'm just saying that maybe now that they've seen the success of Mando and they've seen the power that Disney plus holds for, for star Wars. They're just saying like, okay, well let's tune this shit up instead of like, I'm with you, but wouldn't you think they'd be like, Oh shit, people love this shit. Let's make four more episodes instead of, yeah, you know what? We might just cut six episodes down to an hour and a half and call it a fucking day. Yeah. Like to me, that's like, they don't have faith in the project in. Okay. The Mandalorian was a complete unknown. Yes. Complete unknown. Unknown character, no iconic Skywalker saga characters. That, to me, that's a fucking crapshoot. We're talking about Obi-Wan-ass Kenobi, one of the most iconic Star Wars characters who's been there 
since day one. And these fuckers are struggling to write a compelling story for the fucking character. I bet if you look at it from the Disney side, and again, I'm not trying to take their side. I'm just playing devil's advocate. If you look at it from the Disney side, the only other time that they did that with an established character that was there since day one was Solo, and it bombed. Like, it bombed because of their own fuck up. But like that, so that. That's the taste that's in their mouth now. It's like, okay, we're, we're doing a thing again where we're revisiting a legacy character and we're telling a story right. about it. And what they do on that, Nick? The production was fucked up. It took yeah. longer than ever, but they didn't move the release date. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're making all the same mistakes again. <laughs> so That's why I'm getting fucking angry. Sure, it, it's like a video game. If you want to take more time to make it better, fucking A. Yeah, but you have to push the release too. So Right. I mean... Granted, we still don't know when this when this is going to release. There's no release date yet. We assume that with a 2021 January start of production that you probably won't get the series until 2022, likely, unless they like they would really have to push to get filming and post done and reshoots done by the end of 2021. So we're we're probably Dude, I, I'm putting this on my cancel watch. I I mean. I it's am. Possible. I mean, it, there's it's, just it's, too much him ha and unknown bullshit at this point. Everyone seems to be spinning something different, pulling shit out of their asses, saying the company line. It it doesn't look good. It definitely it definitely doesn't taste good right now because we were so hyped on it and everybody around it was so hyped on it. I mean, from from Kathleen I, I, to to Ewan. Yeah, but I mean, they've been talking about this project for what five years. The and they have to go back to the drawing board for a story about Obi-Wan Kenobi watching over the spawn of Anakin, dealing with PTSD from the fallout with his apprentice and friend. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? This is, I could write this and I don't even know how to do the ABCs anymore. This is, Matt, this is Matt's official dive into the fandom menace, people. You're hearing it I think now. So. I think it might be starting. He's, he's, you're hearing it right now. This is Why? <laughs> Why, Disney? Why? Why? I've given you the benefit of the doubt at every step of the way. But I mean, they and have. Now you're it. fucking with Mr. Hello there, and it's just like, how? I mean, they've, they've, you know, Star Wars on Disney Plus, all we have is good things to say. Like, we don't know what's going to come with this. All we know is that, yes, there's definitely a delay, and they're rewriting shit. Not necessarily. All we know is it's fucked up. Not necessarily that's not bad. Good. Like, I, that doesn't make me feel good. Was There wasn't a single time during the creation and production of The Mandalorian where there was something like, oh, hey, by the way, this fucking major player left, the writer's a fuckhead, and we're starting everything over, but hey, it'll still be uh, fall 2019. Yeah, but they weren't weren't adapting the Mando from a previously written movie script, like— it was complete. Like they, they basically told. What are we? We talking like this is rocket science now? I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that there is there was definitely previous material. I'm telling you right now. It, you know, if I was your real boss and I said, Nick, in one week, I want a treatment for episode one of Kenobi. Oh, I could do it. No shit. <laughs> oh, I could do it. And you got motherfuckers over here probably making six plus seven figures. They can't figure shit out with with a fucking outline. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Oh I'm trying. I'm, I'm 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 communing with the force. I'm trying to. Yeah, you are, but this this one, I really think you need to tap into the dark side. I know. I mean, I, it's... I, I don't think 
I don't think the positivity is going to work on this. Like, this is just not good. It's not. It's. Not, I mean, like, when a delay like this happens, it's never a good thing, especially when they specifically it, it, especially, say. Especially when it's about the material. Yeah, That's the worst fucking part. You know Ewan's going to bring it regardless if they do it now or 20 years from now when he does look like Alec Guinness. Yeah, so... It's the the fucking meat they're fucking with the heart, the brain, the whole goddamn everything. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll keep an eye on it, but I don't imagine that we're gonna get too much in terms of official line from from Lucasfilm, from Disney, anything on this for a while. Like the the news that will come out about Kenobi will be through leaks, and um, it's already pretty clear that there's a lot of people who have sources within either Disney Plus or. You know the Disney Plus side of things are just Star well, dude, Wars. Dude, I TV believe it all now. I mean, you, you remember the leak uh, when they did the big release, the JJ cut thing. We did that recap, and they're essentially like, yeah. I mean, Disney was leaking all that shit to fucking hurt the movie, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm believing this shit now. I really am. The Kool Aid might have been drunk. I mean, we'll see. We'll see, because. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to. I'm holding out hope. I'm. I'm. I know. I'm I know. You're hope. almost making me crazy. Like I now. Now I'm almost am getting angry at Nick <laughs> because he is so goddamn positive and upbeat. Because it's just we we weren't close to it anyway. Like we we weren't. We knew we weren't. No, dude. Together. They were gonna shoot this summer. Yeah, but we knew we weren't gonna get it until 2021 at the earliest. So this isn't like this isn't like Solo where it was like. Hi, we're releasing this movie in May and we're changing directors in October. Let's fucking do it. Like this is yeah. there's a long time still. Like we're we're oh, Jan twenty twenty and we're not and they're giving it a year. Like they're basically saying, like, we are giving ourselves a year to rewrite this material. And then once we have a year and we get this shit to where it's supposed to be, then we go. Like with solo, it was like Holy fuck, we fired these guys. I don't know what's happening. Ron Howard, you come in here and you fucking write your shit and then do your right. shit. But but what what are you going to think when it when it does go down the four episodes or maybe just a movie? I mean, at that point you know they made major concessions and you're going to go, "Okay, why? Like what why are you robbing us of more Star Wars content, you fuckers?" Yeah, I mean, I, if it does, if it Look, if it becomes a movie, that's what we all wanted anyway. Like, we all wanted a movie anyway. But if it goes from six episodes to four episodes... Yeah, but we're, we're diva-ass Star Wars fans. <laughs> we, you know, you, you can't tickle our balls with, hey, you're going to get a movie, but now you might get fucking four and a half hours of Kenobi. Yeah, Fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going back to, okay, yeah, a movie's good, considering how chaotic the future of Star Wars film is. Yeah, no, I mean, you're 100% right. But what happens if... They take a year to rewrite, and then they say, you know what? Big, big screen. We're coming back to the theaters with Kenobi. With a trilogy? With, with anything. Would you be happy with a, with a single Kenobi film released uh, Nick, in you theaters? know me. I mean, theatrics aside, I'd be happy if they put Darth Vader's helmet on a turd and fucking hung <laughs> it from a, sh a, a string, <laughs> and I sat in a theater for two hours, and they played John Williams' Star Wars music, right? Yeah, yeah. So of course, but I'm I'm still gonna sit here and bitch and moan about it like an entitled entitled little I bitch. I, it's, it's what I am. That's who I am. That's what I do. I, we I get fucking angry at stupid shit. We we both live through the dark ages. We both live through the dark times. The 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 time of the the great force well, scarcity. Fuck, man, if 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 we're equating it to that, we may be moving into the age of resistance now. 
this could be the first order. You're right. You're right. They really could be. <laughs> I, I just I don't know how people that get paid what they do to make decisions are fucking up Star Wars at a Kenobi level. Yeah, I mean I agree. It should be an easy home. And, run. and we've already admitted they they fucked up at the Skywalker level. Yeah, I mean that that whole the whole problem like the whole thing that happened with Tross is just fucking. It's sad and it's disgusting. And I don't know like. If it comes, if something does happen to Kenobi where it gets canned, then I will start to believe that within Disney, somebody just doesn't like it. Like somebody doesn't want Star Wars there. I don't know if it's Bob. Right, here we go. Uh, let me let me just read my paragraph from this Kenobi topic, which, by the way, I did a video on and only nine people watch. Fuck you guys. Thanks. <laughs> um, here we go. One can only hope this mess works itself out because if this show gets canceled altogether or neutered, I think even people like me who have been accepting of most Disney Star Wars will finally lose all hope in the company's ability to manage this treasured piece of pop culture. I think I think what's happening now is that they know that it's a toxic piece of they they fucked it up i mean they, they they've poisoned star wars yeah 100 like percent. whether it be from their own doing whether it be from the, the 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 fan base or whatever like they're realizing that this is way more high touch than they probably expected in terms of what well, the yeah, content I mean, it, you is. know a lot of people and I, I don't agree with this they're like oh star wars fans have always been toxic i'm like no no yeah the prequel years I think some of us were, were shocked and severely disappointed, but it wasn't to the level of like, oh my God, George is using a black man and he's in Star Wars, Captain Panaka, like what the fuck? Like that's that's how crazy shit got now. Yeah, no, I mean, you're 100% right. I mean, the, the toxicity didn't come until the Disney air, unfortunately, and I, I'm not a hypocrite. I, I have, have always, and Nick and I talked about this, uh, we, we weren't going to divulge our true opinion of this trilogy until we saw the final act. I mean, that was just ridiculous to write all this shit off after a movie or two movies. I mean, that's fucking stupid. But after the trilogy released, and we've had time to sit on it, see it multiple times, I mean, we've been saying it since December. Ultimately, it, it has to be judged as a disappointment. Yeah, I mean, it could it like this trilogy will always be looked at as what it could have been, and it sounds just like the prequels to me. I mean, I yeah. know there's a lot of you out there like these are fantastic, and I highly disagree. But it is what it is at this point. Yeah, and, and look, there was unfortunate circumstance that had an impact on this trilogy with Carrie's passing. There was bad decision making. I think a lot of people discount level. that, Nick. Oh, I'm glad you always bring that up because I don't think people realize how big of a fuck that was. Yeah, I mean that that essentially you took your you took your sole remaining main character that killed the third movie. Yeah, right there completely. The third movie was never going to be what it could have been. Right like there. all of the people, and we'll get to more of colin's shit later but like all of you people who are clinging to this idea that colin trevorrow's draft would have been the best thing to ever happen to star wars he would have had to rewrite it his draft heavily involved leia and right. he and he essentially 
left because of the creative choices he had to make with Carrie being gone and what happened in eight. Yeah, he 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 already had to rewrite the shit because we knew that this was a second draft. He had his first draft that he wrote before he read TLJ. This is his post-TLJ rewrite. And then he would have had to have another one because Carrie died. And that's what he was essentially like, well, what the fuck am I doing now? Like, I've already had to rewrite my movie twice. I'm not doing it a third time. That's why he left. And she was huge. Like, I've studied that shit pretty in-depthly at this point. I mean, she was essentially going to be a main threat herself. We would have been following her, going to get Lando, dropping the hologram, doing the speech, this, that, and the other thing, saving Kylo, saving Rey. So, like, the fact that she died when she did has had a, a, a ripple effect on the third movie, regardless of who the director was. Like... J.J. did what he could with with the pieces of footage that were there. And if it wasn't for that, then she wouldn't have been in this motherfucker at all. Or we would have had a weird CG version. But her family said that they didn't want her to be CG. Like they wanted if she wasn't going to be there in this cut footage, they were just going to say, nope, you can't use her. And that strongly affects it because the one i mean dude that would that would have nuked it oh yeah that would have nuked it if you had no lay at all yeah you would have blown up the rhyme would have had to essentially remade parts of tlj and either had leia do the hold the holdo or actually just fucking bite it right there oh yeah like she would have had to die because the only because what ties that movie together whether it be ryan's or not right whether it be jj's or collins is leia in 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 tross what ties that movie together is that Leia is the one who, even in this, you know, cut up version where she had passed and JJ had to use footage from, from TFA, like she is the one who ultimately brings her son back to the light side. Like if you don't have Leia there and you can't use her in any way, the, the, the character of Kylo Ren is essentially just like, it's hard to, I mean, you just have to make him a typical bad dude. He's just like, all right, well, he's a bad guy now, and he's just going to fight the good girl. And that's the end of the right. whole deal. I mean, dealio. even even Colin was essentially going to use her for the same purpose. Yeah, so, like... I mean, she, was, she was everything. She was the linchpin to Ben or Kylo being redeemed. Yeah, and, like, that is the the decisions that were made in the order, like, to, the, the way that the killings of the first, you know, the original trilogy characters went were for a reason, like you see the meaning behind the deaths in the movies, but like not having, well, think her about there. this now, dude. I mean, with, with hindsight, it's like, Oh wow. They should almost thank Ryan at this point. But by Ryan doing what he did with Leia and TLJ by, you know, the Leia Poppins thing. Yeah. He essentially made it. So JJ didn't have to explain she's why she was training Ray. I mean, you just like, okay. Yeah. It's like, right, okay. Leia's the force. Yeah. It's, it's, it's obvious to most people. It clearly wasn't in 2017, but yeah, she is, she is a fucking Skywalker after all. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, JJ <laughs> still threw in the scene of her training, but it should have been pretty fucking obvious. I mean, like Kick, kicking Luke's ass too. I mean, I mean also, remember Yoda, Yoda wanted Leia. Like at we, the, we need, we almost need shirts like that. Dude, at the end of, Return of the Jedi, she used the Force. She's like, I know Luke's still alive. I can feel it. Like right. at the end of the fucking movie, that came- yeah, she was she was doing the Finn. Yeah, yeah. So you knew she or was he was doing sensitive. the Leia essentially. Like like you you knew it. So that was always gonna be there. But yeah, like to me, the biggest like the biggest 
unfortunate circumstance is that because it, it completely altered the way that that third movie goes. It you you cannot argue that you cannot argue right. that that. Third I, I feel movie like is we need to start a a self help group for the 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 trilogy. I mean the Age of Resistance trilogy. It's just to talk about it like this. Like this feels therapeutic to me. It does. <laughs> it's and almost it's almost like going to the fucking Star Wars shrink. And and see you, you almost you you talked me down. Yeah. I was getting all animated and uh, that like beat you know pressure behind my eye so i felt like i was going to stroke out for a little bit but now you come down come again a little bit but yeah i mean it's just it's one of those things where it's it's unfortunate circumstance and unfortunately it's just a bummer dude yeah it's a bummer just on paper you're like how could you fuck this up honestly and you know a mix of (laughs) bad decisions with all the all the money that disney has in power I mean, they could hire anyone, do anything they want. I will say they, that my they fucked it up. My girlfriend, she loved Tross. Like she really liked it. She's like, I didn't care that it moved fast in the beginning because she's not the type of person. Like we're crazy people, me and Matt. Like like in well, yeah. I mean, well, most Star Wars fans that are into it, that they care about the nuances, yeah. the characters, the lore. They want the payoff. They want to know what's going on. Where I mean, as you explained it, she was ready to jump out the window after TLJ. Yeah. So it probably was refreshing to just hit the ground running and, and just have some fun. Yeah. Like she, she was like, she came out of that movie. She's like, I liked it. I liked that. Like I, it didn't bother me that it was fast because like I, I mean, TLJ is truly a unique star Wars movie now. Like at this point you can say it, it stands alone alone. Yeah, it does. It, it, it really, I mean, it is. And that's why I appreciate it. I, I really do. It, it just, it's so different now. Yeah. It's, you could see what he tried to do. It didn't work for a lot of people, but I like it. It sets the precedent for Star Wars as a, as a more art style film, right? A, a deeper type of movie, yeah. yeah. Where it's it's not just you know kind of popcorn fun and action, yeah. So I mean, that movie definitely asked you to be a little more focused and and think a bit. Yeah, I mean, I literally had to like almost drag her to the theater to see Tross. And I was like, just please just watch it. So you can do. That's another reason though. I like Colin's treatment because he definitely honored what Ryan was going with. And I think it would have worked really well. And I think it would have redeemed a lot of people's bullshit with TLJ. I think, I think the, I don't know what happened between Colin leaving and his script and then jj coming in and 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 taking over and making tross well again but, if you believe the bullshit jj did not like Ryan's oh yeah he didn't like it whatsoever but there was this concept that was introduced clearly after colin had left where tross where episode nine was going to be the culmination of all of the movies colin's script was not that colin's script was an end to that trilogy like it 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 was exactly what you said. It picked up where where TLJ left off, and it just it, ends. it still would have. I think it would have worked though. Like if they would have ran with that PR, eventually it would have worked. I don't know. I, I don't know if it would have worked. I mean, what, what's the only the only difference is Leia lived. I mean, big deal. Yeah, it's the only I mean, difference. But I, it's literally the only difference. I, I think <laughs> it's it. I think it's that there, that you don't have like this one is 
Collins would have had no link to anything outside of the the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy, though. Like Coruscant, dude, it was set on Coruscant, like the but, whole second half. Yeah, but I don't think that a planet the makes Jedi a, Temple. I mean, I mean, all those there's structures. difference between like settings and then themes and overarching like character narrative. Like, yeah, you could set it on fucking Coruscant, but it doesn't make a difference. Coruscant's been there for a billion years before and a billion years after. Right, but I mean, what's the what's the big tie in the trust we got outside the Jedi's talking? I mean, the the Emperor coming back was was their way of saying like this this has been the thread from Episode One through Episode Nine, like yeah. that was that was the link, like him coming back. I got it, I got it, I got. It. I, in the end, at this point, I will say I'd probably would have preferred what Colin was running with, me personally. I just don't think, and we, that and I, we now know it's pretty legit. And yes, it's an early draft, and it would have been completely rewritten. But in Pretend Land, I'm gonna run with that movie at this point. I don't think that I could say that because the, the like I I don't even look at that as a real film, like. If I want to, like, no, dude, I just said no, pretend, like, yeah, like no. we're just having fun here. I, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> like, I understand it's not real. It's never gonna happen. I am happy with what I got. Disappointed ultimately, but I just so don't what? think I, I was with the prequels too. I was more disappointed with the prequels than these. But I think that movie, if if Carrie doesn't die, is a would have flowed better and been, uh, I think, a a more truer vision to at least two thirds of the trilogy. Cause JJ clearly had his idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it would have been like, I agree. It would have been a better follow-up to TLJ. I don't know if, like, I don't know if, if I agree, it would have, if it would have been a better movie. Like, I don't like the way that they're split up. Like I want, I, again, in that movie, your three main characters are split up for the whole fucking time. Like you, you don't have your primary players together. And like, well, Poe and Ray were together. Yeah, and Finn, then Finn and Rose. Finn would have ran with Rose again, honoring yeah, it's the shit in TLJ. So yeah, I mean, I like it as a follow up to TLJ, but I, like I want to see the three main characters that we were sold from the beginning of this series together and doing shit together. Like it's another one where they're just off dude. Like they're they're. Well, that, that was a big lie too. I mean, let's be real, because they didn't even do it in the first movie. No, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like they they didn't even get together at all in the first movie. So yeah. That was all a bunch of happy horse shit. So in the end, to tie this all together, it goes back to Disney really doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Ultimately, they don't. I mean, they they, they tried to. They've take, proven it with the trilogy, and now they're they're scaring us with Kenobi. They, they they took red herrings and they tried to build off of it. All they saw, like they they saw what George, what happened with the original trilogy, three different directors, and boom, it was a hit. And they were like, oh well, we can do that too. We'll let three really smart directors yeah, well, and writers do they, it and but they didn't realize that they had no through they had no glue it still proves their stupidity because if you just look at the fucking posters you can see that it is not the same person writing and directing and all of them yeah i mean so i don't know i mean i i really hope that that they've kind of learned from this and it's unfortunate that they had to use the sequel trilogy as a learning, I, I want to know what what Iger or Kennedy has on Filoni. Like, how the fuck is Dave Filoni not a a power player? Like, I mean, how's he getting made fun of by John Favreau? Right, you remember that at the fucking Mando panel? I mean, Favreau was straight razzing his ass, like, oh yeah, animated boy over oh, here, yeah. fucking loser. <laughs> He's in the big leagues now. 
Yeah, I don't know. When I mean, you pretty much know Filoni is George Lucas Jr. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Filoni. I don't know if he has I a desire. I think it's because he is George's boy, and I think they're just like, fuck you, man. It could be, but I don't know. Like, Maybe they will give him a shot to direct live action you know, one day, but I, then again, maybe not. I don't, I don't want to read into He's that. He's the one doing the main uh, writing or, or consulting on the man, though. How can they not just be like, okay, dude, do whatever you want? I also don't know why Kathleen would have anything against him because Kathleen's worked with him for as long as he's been there. Like, if it's anything, it would be Disney. You know where I go. I, I mean, I'm not going to say Kathleen's blameless. She's clearly not unless she is just a puppet and then you, you still have to go to the guy I'm always going to go to. And that's fucking Bob. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, in real life, those are the people that decide everything. I mean, yeah, Kathleen's there as a figurehead probably, but she's still doing whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Iger is a dipshit and he needs to remove himself. And the guy's on record saying he provided notes to the Mando team and would actually follow up to see if they are yeah, incorporated. And if, 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 that speaks volumes, my friends. Yeah, and if if the you know if everything proves true from the leaks around Tross, like it was essentially him who who fucked JJ. It was. It, I don't know if he was doing the editing, but he's the one that's probably green light and shit. Like, oh yeah, fucking shorten this shit up. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, like he's the, he's the one. Like Disney has final cut on that movie. Like. Right. This, just a lot of people want to go right to Kathy, probably because she's a, a woman. But yeah, like, like, and I'm not. She, she's not. Like I said, off the hook whatsoever. But in the end, it's it's fucking Bob. Yeah, I mean, like he, Disney is the one who's producing and releasing all the Star Wars content, so they're the ones that have final cut. So like, it doesn't Kathy. It doesn't matter what Kathy said. Kathy could have said cut it down too, but eventually, ultimately, it's up to the producer and the distributor to say like, hey you're cutting this movie down or we're not releasing it. So, I mean, that, that that's a Disney thing. And I mean, who knows? I think that they've made, I will say that I think that they've made the right move. They made the right move with Mando. I think they made the right move with bringing in Kevin Feige to head up star Wars, whatever it's going to be in the future. And hopefully from they, they've learned from their mistakes. I mean, I'm not. I'm never gonna say that I don't it, like Tross. Like I've seen Tross is the one that I've seen in the theaters the most times. I've seen it five times. I've seen the other ones four, and I I enjoy that movie. I think that Collins would have been a good follow up to TLJ. I don't. I can't. I'm not even gonna try to put in my head whether it would have been a better movie than Tross or not. Because based off of the script that I read for it, I don't like how it splits up the characters. I don't like how it brings in a brand new character that we would probably never fucking see again. Torvalum, like, there's things in there that I don't like as well, and and so I don't know for me, it's it's up in the air. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with with the future, but as for right now, like, I'm I'm not upset with where we are in Star Wars land, like. I've done it. I've rooted out. Nick is the Disney shell at Star Wars time, people. I know you've been looking for him. I get the big bucks from Bob. Here he is. He just outed himself on the show tonight. I I, I get the big bucks from Bob, so I'll say what I need to say to get that (laughs) six-figure check. All right, so let's. uh, That was a hell of a fucking tangent there. I I want to applaud myself for taking us down that fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's a good one. A little, a little drama there, a little anger. I mean, uh, some calmness, yeah. some more airing was, of grievances. It was a it was full good. circle emotional experience. Yeah. It definitely uh, exercised some Star Wars demons, but. Uh, like I said, so real life, because Nick's right. I mean, it's not real. It is what it is. Just like I've been doing with the prequels for all these years, I'm going to have to wonder what it could have been. Uh, but something tangible for everyone, and that is the return of the Clone Wars. And it is just going to be a single season run. This is it. This is closing out the stories we wanted to see. The final connective tissue from Attack of the Clone to the Clone Wars to Revenge of the Sith. So... We have the official release. It's going to be February 21 now, which is a few days after the uh, leaked release. I think we talked about a few casts ago, but whatever. Uh, That just moves it to Friday, so it is kind of getting the the Mando treatment. will be released weekly, Fridays, probably 6 a.m. in the East. If you're a nut job like me, you'll be up watching it, so you can get out there and talk about it with all your Star Wars buddies. Uh, but we got a trailer too, Nick. So there's a few interesting things and a and a sexy ass poster. That poster was I know beautiful. That yeah, that poster it, that might be the the best Star Wars poster ever. <laughs> My God, I almost want to take Tross's slot. Like I have one slot left for a a movie theater sized poster, and it's meant for Tross. But I'm about to throw this bitch up on it. It looks good. It is a pretty poster. Anyways. We got a trailer, and it, it had some interesting shit in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a few things we wanted to talk about. Uh, I, I think the one thing right off the bat, dude, even the even the poster, this final season to me is going to be, I think, more focused on Maul and Ahsoka and what they're up to. Yeah. Versus our homeboys Anakin and and old Ben there. Yeah, because I mean the the stories for Anakin and Obi are well, really we know where of, it's headed. Yeah. directly. It's right? it's yeah. known, and then for I mean even within Rebels, like you you kind of know where where Maul goes and where Ahsoka goes, but you don't really know how they get there. And the most interesting part of the Clone Wars series was this, you know, at the end when Ahsoka essentially exiles herself she leaves the jedi order and you have no idea just i mean if you don't know shame on you but she gets set up by barris yep barris ofi essentially and but the the jedi they don't believe her they don't believe her anakin does but then they talk shit to him and it's just a great arc that's the fucking prequels we deserve (laughs) it's so good man because they fuck anakin so hard like they fuck him over with Ahsoka, yeah, again, not believing him. Like they, 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 they fuck with him so much. He eventually starts to question her. Yeah, like he, he for a second believed. Like, did you really fucking do this? Yes, like, you have to watch that so that whole good. trial, like that episode with her trial and everything that's yeah, going Tarkin's on. Tarkin's in it. Yep, it's a fantastic episode in that series. That's why, damn, was that season five, man? Season that is five, that yeah. is some fucking Star Wars prequel stories, my friends. Yeah, and you owe it to yourselves to watch that shit. And, and you know, a couple of like a lot of the stuff that we saw in this trailer looks fucking fantastic. I mean, it opens up showing Ahsoka, and well, I mean, it shows Bo Katan kind of looking over the, the yeah, yeah. Destroyed. So let, let's just focus on that, yeah. man. I mean, it, it, like I said. 
Maul and Ahsoka, I think, are, I think Ahsoka is going to be the main character. Yes. I, mean, I, I think she isn't the largest character on the poster, but I, I think she's going to be the lead. We'll probably see most of the show's events through her eyes. Um, but it looks like there's going to be a pretty legit thread between her, Maul, and Mandalore. Yes. Because at this point in time, I believe he is in control of Mandalore. Because he, you know, killed Pre Vizsla, took the dark saber, essentially making him uh, the ruler of Mandalore, and he took over the good part of Mandalore. And you know, Bo Katan finally realized she's a fucking idiot. Uh, and her and Ahsoka are seemingly going to link up and maybe, you know, put let bygones be bygones and get with it. Yeah. Uh, so that, that and obviously, what's that a big nod to? That's our friends, the Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. Like this is they're telling people like, hey, if you like the Mandalorian, you should check out Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yeah, and you're gonna get a little backstory yeah. that you may hear about in passing in the Mandalorian. Yeah, you or have already heard about, or even see in the flesh. I mean, like you know, we could see flashbacks of Maul, like we talked about. We may be able to see Bo Bo Katan. I mean, there's a lot of open availability of characters that could be seen in live action Mandalorian season two. And they're bringing They're really bringing you right into the fray with, with clone wars, the final season. Hey, check this out. Do you think in the trailer and on this poster, they're, they're showing Maul with a double bladed to throw us off the double blade. Do you think he, do you think he is going to be whipping the dark saber in this? Hmm. That's a good question. I, he has it. Why would the, why would he not? I don't know. Because I mean, the whole reason I know he has it is we don't see it again until Rebels when he's kind of working Ezra over. And Ezra, I believe, snags it from his dwelling or hovel or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's he's definitely pr- more comfortable with a double-sided, I feel like. Like, that's his go-to. And if you look at the saber he's whipping, it's something that he put together himself. Like, Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, I mean, the one side does look like... His, his old, old hat, yeah, you know, maybe the saber. one that fell down with him, but the other one is something that it he, almost looks like Qui Gon's. Oh wow, it kind of does. Yeah, the, the the right side, if you're looking at the poster, the right side looks like his blade, and the left side does kind of have like a Qui Gon look to it. And I mean, that is definitely fucking possible because he kicked that saber down that shaft. So, that would be quite the turn of events. Actually, no, That'd be he awesome. Th- no, no, he I mean, kicked uh, uh, he kicked Obi's down the shaft. Yeah, Obi's is and the one that Obi went down the shaft. And then Obi took Qui-Gon's and killed him. Never mind. Yeah, who knows? Scratch I just that. figured they'd throw they'd throw the dark saber into this because you know, for for nerds like us, clearly we want to see it, especially because they tease us with Mando, but for just Mando fans, this could be something like, "Oh, hey, check this out. And by the way, you can go watch all this shit just like we've been telling you." Yeah. I mean, I, I, anyone that watched The Mandalorian, I guarantee you, after episode eight, your recommended watch next was The Clone Wars. Yeah, <laughs> they, they that's put not you by right mistake. That. That's not by mistake. Yeah, I mean, it's those two series are now inexorably connected. Like you, you, you can't pull them apart after that reveal. Uh, at the you end. have to throw Rebels there too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Like, I'm sure season two. I mean, is like we could see Rebels characters like real ass rebels characters in there sabine wren you could see i mean ahsoka is now a clone wars and rebels character um there's a lot of opportunity to bring in 
other people from other series into into Mando. But I mean, onto this like this trailer is just like there's so many things, and I think that one of the most important things that it brings up is that we're now previously Clone Wars was only between two and three, and now we're dipping into the episode three timeline. So we're not functioning exclusively between those two movies anymore. Yeah, hundred percent. Because there's there's a clip that everyone's pointed out at this point. I mean, it's it's a week old. It's not like we're hey, look at us, we're fucking smart, aren't we? But it's the one where Mace is essentially saying, "Hey, yo, ho, ho, ho. I th- I think we got screwed over." You know? Yeah. There's a like plot the fucking idiot Jedi. The Jedi, yeah. But oh, uh, an interesting note there, and I didn't spot this the first time I watched it. I I kind of cheated and went to leaks on Reddit, but I believe there's a shot, and they're in their hollow form, but you can see little Caleb Doom and his master. I think is what Deepa Baloba or, or Deepa Balaba, Deepa Baloba. Baloba, I think. But yeah, but they're sitting around the table during that speech we're talking about here. Okay, I have to. Okay, yeah, I have to go back and watch. And if you're that. not, you don't know who Caleb is. That's Kane. Kane and Jarus. AKA Ezra Bridger's Jedi Master. That is a comic series I read, believe it or not, is a Kanan one, and it is a pretty good thread. It it, it fills in his his journey from Caleb to Kanan, how he got that name, this, that, and the other thing. Okay, that's cool. I mean you gotta get See, on I the, used I used to be able to read, dude. Yeah. I used to be able to do you it. You got I would say get on the Rise of Kylo Ren thread, but you're a full fandom minister now. You'd probably just fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love how you you've branded me <laughs> part of the fandom menace. He's just he's Papa Palpatine would be proud. Oh yeah, you'll you'll if Papa's listening to this, he'll send you some some proud messages in in the Star Wars Time Instagram inbox. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, like, there's so many good things in this in this trailer. I mean, you get the you get the mall reveal. You get to see Ahsoka working with Bo-Katan to probably you know possibly help take back Mandalore. You get to see. I think that's a foregone conclusion because, yeah. um, I mean, they they just they show it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they fucking shake hands, and I believe one of the end scenes you have Darth Maul and Ahsoka about ready to duel yep. in what would have been Duchess Satine's old chamber. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, other good things here is that they're like you brought up to me, Matt, precast. Like there seems to be a scene where. Ahsoka is given a a new squadron like you know yeah I mean these dudes with the orange buckets on their head I think Rex is going to be involved clearly she's going to team up with the Republic again I mean she gets her lightsabers back yeah if she comes back and in they're a- blue you know they're they're different colors so they're new and I think Anakin gives them to her so uh, yeah I, that's probably one of the more interesting things to think about is what what is she? What's her capacity going to be? Is she going to rejoin the Jedi? Yeah, like is it is she just coming back purely as a commander to fight, you know, against the CIS, or does she rejoin the Jedi Order? Yeah. I th- which honestly would be pretty huge. Yeah, honestly, because her disillusionment with the Jedi continues all the way through Rebels. So you just assume that. You know, before seeing this and before even knowing that we were getting a final season of Clone Wars, you just assume that her disillusionment with the Jedi just continued from where it left off in right. the last final. And, and now, clearly, I mean, if she does, if she does rejoin, clearly something awful happens again. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause I don't... laughs> she was very, very pissed 
when we meet her again in Rebels. Yeah, and, and like who the fuck knows? Like maybe that'll just maybe this is just like a retcon, and they just write that off as like, oh, I'm still pissed at the Jedi, even though I rejoined them. Like, well, it's like people did bring up another timeline issue here. We we see a shot of fucking Padme and Anakin clearly knowing each other pregnant yeah and and that's that's one of those things where like now that we're dipping into episode three timeline which is confirmed like it's confirmed by that speech that mace gives you know i sense a plot to destroy the jedi like that is from three and we just have to see how far which honestly dude i i love like if this show is going to fill in gaps in Revenge of the Sith for me and show why Anakin could have made that turn in, in Palpatine's uh, chamber there. Bro, I, I'm all for it. It's going to be it, It'll become the new Revenge of the Sith for me. Yeah, it's going to be weird because Revenge of the... I mean, if you want to talk about a movie that holds a pace in terms of Star Wars, like, Revenge of the Sith holds a pretty decent pace, too. Because, like, after they fucking land, shit happens. Well, they, bam, 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 yeah, bam. They, they make major, major... Uh, concessions on the story. That's why. That's why I've always said I, it's my least favorite because his turn is not earned. Because kind of like the opening of Tross, nothing is really uh, delved into. It's just hey, here it is. Accept it. Eat a dick. Yeah, like the, it, it moves. Really, I mean, it, to me, is it essentially like George was like, hey, you guys know he's gonna f- be fucking Darth Vader anyways. Does it really matter? <laughs> fuck it. It's like <laughs> fuck you, it. You don't need a great reason to do that. But right, I hey, look, he was literally. Five minutes earlier, he was committed to arresting this man and taking him to justice and doing the right thing. And then all of a sudden, when his homeboy is ready to take him out, kind of like Anakin style of justice, he gets all like, oh, yeah, just just kidding. Oh, you can't be hurting him. I know he's evil, but hey, he did lie to me and say he could fucking teach me how to save life. So fuck it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And. The one thing that you did call out about this is you're like, Anakin looks angry the whole time, which he should. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so. And honestly, he, he, he wouldn't have any doubts about cutting off Mace's hand if you've seen the Clone Wars. Yeah. Because Mace is the biggest dick. Yeah, Mace hates Mace Anakin. and Yoda are assholes yeah to anakin but mace is really does not like anakin yeah he was i mean mace was essentially against bringing this kid on as a jedi from the very beginning and right but you can't tell me you watch that scene and you don't sit there and go just like no no the anakin in this movie would not have just fucking done that like i get it sure he he wants to learn the secret but no yeah it it made no sense it was a little weak for sure (laughs) But anyways, yeah, I mean, th- I mean, this trailer, I mean, it gives us everything that we we were hoping we we're going to see. It sets up nicely for, a, you know, a, a release that's less than a month away. And like it, it brings us the two characters that we had the most intrigue on. It's it's Maul and it's Ahsoka. And apparently we're getting a fucking straight up showdown between those two. And then we're also diving into uh, episode three timeline, at least just a little bit. So. You want to you want to do predictions for their fight, the Ahsoka Mall fight. Oof, right, man. I think. Let's see. I've got one of two outcomes. I think it'll. Go. I mean, neither one of them are really gonna get. I think that, if anything, Ahsoka is gonna fuck up Mall. Not yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. Like not 
you know, maybe not cut his fucking legs off, fuck up, but like the when we get reintroduced to him in Rebels, he, he's a little wonky. He is, he is fucking broken. He is a broken. He's, he's not quite as broken as he was when we meet him in yeah, Clone right, Wars. Like, he's bat fucking shit crazy when we meet him again. And he's Spider Boy. Yeah, right? I mean he is, he is cuckoo. Yeah, he he's literally he's like not even a human being. Or but like, when you meet him again in Rebels, you almost start feeling bad for him. I I mean I do I. I did ultimately feel bad for Maul, like his arc. He was, he was just Kenobi. He was so in his head. Yeah, that's all he ever fucking cared about. That's it. And everything he did ultimately was to to get back at Kenobi. Yeah, I mean that was through the entirety of his arc for Clone Wars. Like when he sees Obi Wan Kenobi, it's him and Savage Press fighting him. He's like, we need to kill this motherfucker. Because like, doesn't doesn't Maul or Savage? Aren't they the ones that kill Satine? One of them? Yeah, I think it's Savage, but I can't remember. I have to go and do a rewatch again. I, I, so yeah, dude, Clone Wars Feb twenty one. It's coming. I, I would assume they're gonna be what, maybe thirty, 30 minutes if we're lucky, yeah, so you, but probably twenty eight. I was I was gonna say that the original run was they were like twenty three minutes each because within a TV yeah, series you got commercial breaks. So I would imagine that. They give us a full thirty. I would hope so, at least. Like it'd be nice, but I mean, this is it. This is there. There's no more after this. This is kind of a one and done, which does hint to there's got to be a Star Wars animation project on the horizon. So, if you're hearing about these Rebels rumors, I, I would start to buy into them a little bit more. Yeah, put no some put some it. credence behind that. So yeah, I mean, twenty first. Look at the poster, watch the preview, or watch the trailer. The shit looks awesome. All right, man, uh, not to open a can of worms again. <laughs> Guess we should have rearranged stories the way we were riffing on episode nine a, a segment ago, but uh, we've come to the point where we're going to go over all the leaked concept art now that's come out for Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates. Which is all legit at this point. It's he's come out now and has said uh, this leaked art is 100% from his film, which essentially verifies the the script we've been reading because a lot of these images match exactly what we read. Yeah, uh, Nick. So you know, let's just kind of go through some of these images and and just talk. First thing you feel when you see it. Uh, obviously, starting here, Ray cosplaying as as Jedi Luke from uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, not sure about the costume, but I love that fucking double bladed uh, lightsaber. Yeah. And I, I believe this would have been when they stormed the Star Destroyer and fucking steal it. Yeah, yeah. I I was always a big proponent of her getting a double blade, so seeing it like this was pretty cool. I will say that most of this shit reminds, for some reason, I don't know if it's the art style, like because it. I mean, like that particular picture reminds me of KOTOR. Um, so I, I like it a lot because she kind of looks like Bastilla Shan there a little bit. Oh, yeah. Dude. But isn't it funny? She's straight up wearing the, oh, yeah. the Luke suit. Yeah, she's just the full black. Even like the glove. Like she doesn't need the Luke glove because he was wearing it because of his fucking hand. But she's even whipping the glove and everything. Very, very, yeah, Luke Skywalker ROTJ. It's interesting. I think, it, I mean, if anything, it's sexy. Yeah. I think Daisy would have looked sexy. I'm, like, getting really creepy images <laughs> in my head. Uh, all right, so the next one. Uh, the light blade. We, we read about there. this, too. Again, this this is where they would have executed 
this resistance trader and they were doing it with a light blade guillotine. Yeah. Looks really uh, Does cool. that look like Phasma to you? Yeah, that does look like Phasma. I was going to mention that. I was like that looks exactly like that's not a that, typical. That, that's fish. probably another B in Collins bonnet when fucking Ryan took He's her like, out. You fucking killed her. Why? Like, I, I, I you, you could argue though that he, he still could have brought her back because you truly never saw her. Yeah, corpse, just, just right? like, I almost want to like have a. There, there's a thing in Star Wars now. If you fall down a pit, you're not dead. Because let's Pretty look much. at the history of people falling down pits in Star Wars. Yeah. So it just ep- doesn't work. Episode one, Darth Maul falls down a pit. Motherfucker's still alive. Um, we, if you're a Jedi, we have to see you disappear. Yeah. If you're a Sith, we have to see your face get melted off. Exactly. Emperor Palpatine at the end of six falls down a pit, not dead. Uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo falls down a pit. Episode nine, not dead. Boba Fett in old canon literally falls into a Sarlacc pit, not dead. So she, she could definitely still be alive. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, I like this. I like it's a cool image. shot. I, like I mean, I think it would have been a cool scene because this is like low level Coruscant action. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's again, it's like controlling the populace, you know? Oh this yeah. Is, He's in his oranges looking good. Going to lose his head yeah. and digging it. Yeah. Like it. Uh, we get Ray here kind of doing the old you know, meditative pose, floating, training with Luke on a plant called Korlev. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is definitely like, again, kind of hearkening back to the TLJ side of things. Like, uh, it, it seems like in this like one, they would have been legit training. Yes, like, like you actually, know, all training. the shit would have been hashed out. Luke would have realized, like, okay, I was kind if of. If you silly. look off to that right side, too, you can see an X Wing. So I don't know if that's like Luke's X Wing or if that is just right. Anne's. Or, or she's already whipping it, yeah. you know, like if she just took it over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get a shot of uh, the the location called Bonadan. You know, this is where Ray Poe and who else was with them? Chewie? No, Chewie, Chewie maybe. I can't remember the the way that. Yeah, I think Chewie like, was with them, and then BB-8 and uh, some other asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but this actually this shot reminds you've seen Coco, right? Like the, yeah, the, yeah. It kind of reminds me of Coco, like when he first walks into that kind of like the 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 underworld uh, or whatever. I mean, honestly, kind of looks like Kajimi, but not snowy too. Yeah, it like does. Flying in. Yeah, yeah, definitely does look like Kajimi as well. Good call. And then the follow up shot, you get the shot of the knife nine, which would have been Collins' team's take on the Knights of Ren ship. And yeah, definitely more of like a. It looks like a Cylon. Yeah, right? yeah. Like if you watched, <laughs> yeah, if you watched Battlestar Galactica, the, the newer one, like the uh, the sci-fi, the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, that definitely Battlestar. looks like a Cylon ship. Um, and then this this craft, like the Razor Sail that they're yeah. calling it, it kind of does look a little bit like the 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 vehicles that they were riding on uh pasana because they had like a sail even though it was like a sail yeah right but vehicle. but they're actually in water yeah, here and that you know they have those, whatever the fuck that thing is sticking out of the water yeah the fin <laughs> i don't know what it's called yeah, that the, the thing you yeah know, the fucking thing you know people who ride boats you know what those are <laughs> There, there's Nick's buddy. Nick clearly hates this motherfucker. It's just tour, like to he comes out of nowhere. That's my only problem with it. Is like, I don't mind that they have this character. Yeah, it probably would have been better if 
it was either if it was Plagueis or if this guy confirmed, yeah, I, I was the one. I trained Plagueis. I trained a lot of Sith. You know, if we would have got exposition like that, I think he would have worked better. But if he was just like, hey, I'm fucking Torval and bitch. Yeah, it's like who? And that was it. And be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoa, okay. So now, what you you're? It's it is. It's a weird. It, that's all I was. But saying but imagine if if he threw out a line like I taught Nihilus life drain, you know, shit like that. Oh, like yeah. he was throwing shit like that way back. It's like Revan. Ha, ha. Yeah, it's like Darth Revan, Darth Nihilus. I fucking yeah. train Malik and the, the shit like that. Know, like then I've been like, all right, this guy's a fucking badass. Like, okay. And then the fact that Kylo wastes him that shows you how yeah powerful he has become. He could he could have been cool. He could have been used to good effect. Um, but it's just like. I don't know if you have room to introduce a brand new character with no right. history. No, you're here. right. He he would have had to have had a bad guy speech where he made direct call outs to canon motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. But I think I, in terms of the piece of art itself, it's a cool concept. I like the way it looks. Right, because, you know, he was all sinewy like this, but muscular. So I'm assuming he was a fairly big looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So... I think it looks cool. This is so the the next one up we have the Kylo and Vader cave sequence, direct call back to ESB. Right. You can kind of see the the metal that he's now had the graft onto his face. Yeah, it looks weird as fuck. Yeah, th- this drawing's a little bootleg, but again, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed from the script that we saw. Um the the first order occupied Coruscant. Uh I think that looks really fucking cool. I I'm not gonna lie, as much as Coruscant gives me the heebie-jeebies because some really low-budget shit goes down in the prequels on Coruscant, but I would have loved to have gone back there and just seen what it had turned into after the fall of Palpy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that it could have been really cool, and it was really cool. Like, there was a cool... And I mentioned this before, like in in old EU canon, there was a cool kind of retaking of Coruscant sequence yeah, that was inserted right. through the novels. It's like the, it's like the First Order just fucking landed a a city palace on top of Coruscant. Yeah, too. it almost looks like that is Snoke's Star Destroyer, and it just yeah, like, like hovering land. and it connects to some yeah. sky bridge or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um. So next up, we have Rose, Finn, 3PO, R2 on Coruscant. They're just, like, attempting to reactivate yeah, the beacon. right. So they're in the Jedi Temple now, like the basement, trying to get that Force beacon going. And I'm not going to lie. I don't want to sound like one of these Rose homers, like, oh, my God, Rose was right. Like, whatever. I, I, I'm not going to sit there and get upset. Uh, but I, if we are falling off of the Rose of TLJ, I, I think this is exactly the type of mission she would have been mm-hmm. doing. And I think it would have been a fun scene, the banter with her and Finn, the droids. Oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. I just think this image just evokes like, yeah, this kind of, w- this probably would have been a fun little moment here. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, R2, this would have obviously been cool too. Like really seeing the decrepit Coruscant. Yeah. The depths of Coruscant and like really, y- you don't, you've never really seen that before. And, you know, it gets, you know, the depths of Coruscant, the further down. So the way that it works is the further down you go, the more slummy it gets. But it seems like where R2 and 3P are walking right now is still a relatively upper level of, of Coruscant. So I don't know. Yeah, if this it's just is all like, like and that's kind of how the, I think the script was. It's just fucking 
Coruscant was turned into a shithole. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely would have been cool to see Coruscant in this light. But uh, here, the next shot right here, this this is what <laughs> the underbelly looks like. This is... yeah. You know, you got all this riffraff. I like how they this shot literally just photoshops oh, in Ray! Ray from TFA. Yeah, yeah. like he's taking a shit while he's screaming. Yeah, ah, right there, boy, he just ripped the fucking loaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's pretty cool. So this now we're moving on to the uh, a shot where Ray is facing a monster outside yeah, of Mort. Always good Star Wars moment, right? Always Giant, like a, yeah. a Jedi versus a beast or a force user against a beast. I'm all for it. Yeah, I think that would have been really fun to see how she would have handled that. Um, I mean, as hokey as it is, that's probably one of the better scenes in the Geonosian battle arena is when they're fighting the fucking beast. Yeah, like when Anakin... Even when Kenobi, you can tell, like, you and just sitting He's there He's just swinging his lightsaber. Thin air, he's like, wait, 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 Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Um, underground Coruscant, I like this with the... Uh, the citizens painted. Yeah, you walkers. you almost have to think the motherfucker that did this went to work on the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's like, hey, there we have an idea for this. <laughs> yeah, that one at, at ST there is is essentially the one that the Marauders had in was it episode in four. episode four? Yeah, like the one where that with the teeth on it and the like almost the exact same motherfucking paint scheme. Even the paint scheme. Yeah. yeah. So this would have been cool seeing the the underground core sun getting ready. They have all these old Imperial machines still. Yeah. War machines, that is. Yeah, defected stormtroopers and Coruscant citizens cheer around. Yeah, here's another a great one. I mean, you got a new type of walker. looks like all-terrain transport walker for the bad guys, and then you get to see kind of these Mad Max-style chicken walkers. Yeah, yeah, and then the next one kind of... That would have been an epic battle, man. I mean, it, it would have been very ROTJ, but sans Ewoks, you would have had essentially bums and homeless people yeah you would have had like a bunch of people with essentially the same thing like you would have people with like sticks or like you know fucking brooms yeah bullshit yeah pipe bombs whatever yeah Yeah, molotov cocktails and stuff it would have been cool it definitely would have been a cool battle scene to see um and the next one down just kind of shows another view of it with the stormtroopers oh yeah i mean they were fucked you could tell the first order was was up shit's creek yeah yeah um I mean, look at the background in this next shot. Yeah, clearly this is the one where R two got whacked. Yeah. But I mean, there's crashed star destroyers on Coruscant at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, like the the concept art looks cool. Like I I like the way that things look. The next one up is we. This one here, Matt. You, I, okay, yeah. I want to see Daisy Ridley and Luke Skywalker's Return of the Jedi outfit. Yeah, I mean, it looks. I just I've just decided that it looks nice. And then that that, that mask. It's almost becoming a fantasy, right? Now. <laughs> that mask that Kylo's whipping's interesting. They call it a kind of Kylo or uh, Revan slash Death Trooper. I think is how I yeah. summarize it in the video. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting look. I like it a lot. Um, and then Luke catching. Yeah, that, Kylo's that's lightsaber. fucking fresh, dude. Yeah, that's sweet. That's that is pretty fucking cool. Um, and it seems whenever he confronts Kylo, he likes to whip his blue robes, but when he's with Ray, he's rocking white. The whites. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. And he even trims his hair for Kylo. He can control his uh, his visage for each yeah. person. And here it is, man. So the sepaku. Hux really was trying to be like a force wannabe collecting shit and he does seppuku himself yeah that is interesting i I mean like it is it's a it's a cool kind of concept but like yeah 
the kind so the so the way that the structure so like how did that break out then like he's the chancellor of the first order and then kylo's just hanging out is he still supreme leader is that what it is like yeah i mean kylo's still like the big boss but you know he's out trying to find mortis and shit he doesn't he knows that that's the real power he doesn't give a fuck about you know warships and war machines and ad sts yeah yeah so he similar to it it seemed like there might have been a counselor or something but it seemed like hux would have been the guy. I don't want to say his Vader, but sort of. Yeah, like he he was the not not a not a he's a, more of a, like a henchman, like a but he was like a Tarkin. Yeah, there you go, yeah. there you go. So like you're you're you know you're a grand moff and you're you know you're leading things. But yeah, he's really. the grandest of all moffs. Yeah, um, and then the last one up, we see Leia and BB-8 in a very again fucking fantastic imagery because. Yeah. She's on fucking Coruscant, essentially a planet where her mother spent a lot of time. But she's with a new droid, essentially recreating one of the more iconic scenes from the original trilogy where Leia is giving R2 uh, the data disc. Yeah, exactly. Jyn Erso and her buddies got for her. So, I mean, all of this shit looks, I mean, like, again, the concept art looks really cool. Like, I think that... If this movie was to get made, I think it would have been a good follow-up to TLJ, and I think that it would have been uh, a fun movie to watch. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to say that this movie would have been shit. I just, like, I just don't, like, I, I can't take it and say that it would have been a good movie or a bad movie. I'll, no, you can't. Like, But it, it was in pretend land. That's all I was yeah, getting at. Yeah, Because like I said, in the end, the trilogy as a whole would have flowed better because, yeah, you would have had J.J.'s, but then you would have had two movies that flowed. Now we have J.J. Ryan's back to J.J.'s trilogy. Yeah. And it just it's they, it doesn't quite flow as well as I think this would have. It definitely That's all I was doesn't. Saying. And I mean – you know what's real is what we have and and i will if if i'm gonna stump anything i'm gonna stump for release the jj cut like that's gonna be my oh fucking yeah i mean because that's tangible yeah i mean there is footage out there we all know it i mean it, it it does you don't have to be magic to understand that there is way 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 more minutes of film that that could be added into what we got yeah and i mean Look, I, I think that both of us, after coming out of TLJ, were like, if this movie, or not TLJ, out of Tross, we're like, if this movie was, and then even after hearing about the JJ cut, we're like, if, if we if we got the full JJ cut, Tross could have been a fucking, just a, a top one or two Star Wars movie. Of, Dude, of I, I was screaming for three-hour Tross from day one, and I uh, it only got more intense after they wheeled out Endgame. They're like, hey, fuck it. People will... These fuckers will pay to come and see this multiple times. Yeah, and and look... And the fact that they whacked the bitch down to 222, I'm like, yeah, what? That, it, what? It just doesn't make any sense. There's no way J.J. did that. And like, no way. I... JJ wanted two movies like that was in the leaks as well. Like he was like, all right, if I'm going to do this, give me two movies. They said, no, he's like, all right, give me a three hour long movie. They said apparently okay to that. And then they fucked them on that. So I think that a three hour, three hour and 15 minute long tross would have been aces. It had been way, 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 way better than we got. And it may have even tied more bows with the middle movie, but, uh, oh, excuse me. 
Nick gives me gas sometimes. But, it, but as he's been saying, it, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just spinning, spinning our wheels because we got what we got. Got to live with it or you don't. You know, there, there's a lot of a lot of you out there will look at these like I as a pre, I do with the prequel, and you probably only watch them every few years, if that. I mean, I'm not that crazy. I will throw the prequels on anytime a, well, at least every time these Skywalker movies came out, I always rewatched them all. Yeah, yes, prequels and all, buddy, all the way from the stem to the stern. Well, you won't have to do that anymore because there's no more Skywalker movies coming out. <laughs> no, and at this point, I just I don't even think there's going to be fucking any more Star Wars movies. I mean, it seems Disney's on tent and just lighting this shit on fire at this point. All right, but let's get on the happier times. We've been stuck in that rut for a minute, and you know we're at the that time of the show where we're gonna honor some of you motherfuckers. That's right. Some of the followers, you, some of you, the you gals, you guys, the wonderful you whoever's. You know, we're we're gender neutral here. It doesn't matter. And it's time for the top five Star Wars Instagram fan artist features of the week. Oh man, this is this is another one. Like the, our, my my decision process is getting longer and longer as the weeks go yeah, by. Yeah, some you're getting a little more uh, eclectic in your choices, a little more spread. The the trooper fascination is waning. Oh yeah, I mean I'm starting like because we have so many more you know, pieces of art that Matt's sharing and there's so many different genres. Speaking of that, dude, I was uh, this weekend, I was like, oh, thank God my, my folder's back down to, you know, 20 or so. That's manageable. It's at 50. <laughs> <laughs> Just every day is a refill. Yep. Um, but, I mean, that's what's so cool about it is that, like, you know, when we first started doing this, um, toy photography was definitely the primary thing that we shared. Um, and now we have so many, you know, traditional art pieces, digital art pieces, sketches, vector art, so many yeah, different I'm sorry, styles. dude. My personal Instagram could be one of the perviest things ever. <laughs> Matt, I just pulled it up because I'm getting ready to, you know, do toy some research session. during the segment. Yeah. It, it's literally like fitness models <laughs> taking pictures of themselves. Uh, Matt follows. <laughs> what Matt does is he goes on his personal Instagram. He types in hashtag butt model. And he just oh my follows God, you everybody would think so, dude. that's on there. Oh, how embarrassing. But, I mean, uh, hey, maybe <laughs> that's a new section we could get into. Maybe not, you know, butt models, but we could start looking at cosplayers oh and stuff like yeah, that. This, that one girl was getting me excited there for a second. <laughs> um, but this week, I mean, it's, it's a mix. I think this may be the first week where every person in the top five is a new entry. I, I, I kind of put that at the back end of it. But I think that this week is the first time that we have new people for all of the all. Of the uh, dude, before we get into this, I I don't know if you've been seeing this because I don't I don't think he tags you, but th- but this account Cryo Photography he does not tag me. My okay, Instagram. the guy's Chris. Look at his most recent shot and just look at it and tell me how long it takes you to look, see what I'm talking about. Okay, let me. This is a live. Yeah, Live. we're doing this quick. I'll, I'll try to shoot uh, Nick a link so he just has it. There you go. Okay, so let's get this over. And this isn't the first time he's done this. You see anything? Oh, yeah. He's got a little right? bit of, uh, you know, what Greg whips out yeah, there. Yeah, okay, got the- okay. <laughs> All right. So check here, check this one out now. So this is becoming a theme in... in 
just like Star Wars Black Series 2019 gets his his talking time on IG, uh, cryo photography is now going to get some because of stuff like this. Oh wait, this one. This, this to me and to Nick again. This is why we do what we do. This is some fucking awesome shit. Stuff here. is as simple and as sweet as this stuff. Is why we do. This is my favorite one, Nick. This will be the last one, then we can move on. Wow. Uh, so the the other one I just showed, Nick. He, Chris did a <laughs> essentially. Imagine the first order star destroyer getting blown up, and then someone with a magnifying glass focusing on some of the chaos. Yeah. Within it, you could see troopers floating around, and, and one of the dude has an iPod, and our shows on. Yep. Uh, the most recent one, again, you have two fir- First Order Stormtroopers kind of holding like a flip phone with our logo on Yep, it. with the podcast. And, uh, one of the first ones I saw, it's <laughs> troopers sitting around. They're like hanging out. They're sitting in chairs. And one homeboy's got our website up on his laptop. Like literally episode 91 of the podcast. Is, <laughs> wow. I mean, this is fucking fantastic. Okay. So, hey. Cryo, start tagging at that Nick yes, C yes. when you drop these gems out there, brother, because these are fantastic. I love it, man. You are a true gentleman, and really, you're becoming one of my favorite people to interact with on here. I mean, he's even pumping some of my Haywood Pop stuff. He's just good guy, great fan. This is why we do what we do. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for showing this to me. But yes, I, I just, I had to, I had to mention that because I, I don't think you were getting it. Cause I sometimes steal the tags. So you don't know we're getting tagged on star Wars time show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, please, Chris, if you're listening, which I think you do start tagging at that Nixon. That's so fucking cool, man. Hey, yeah. Anyone listening, start bothering at that Nick C. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I opened up my Instagram, too. I've there, seen yeah, more he doesn't people. have a clothes anymore because I know a lot of you come to me, and I love it, but uh, I want to get Nick in on some of this shit. I, uh, yeah. You know, he might not be a toy photographer, but he, he has a big role to play in this segment and pumping up some of uh, you you – you crazy motherfuckers yeah, out dude, there. That, we love you, though. That's fucking, that's fucking awesome. So, yeah. All right, man. Who do you got for me? Because it's, as we know, or if you're new here, if you're just, you know, if you're an artist that just got tagged this week and you're listening, the way this goes, at Star Wars Time Show on Instagram, we got people you either tag us or hashtag Star Wars Time Show or both because we love it all. We love being loved. And throughout the week, I will look at those, and I will save some in a folder on my phone. And every day, I try to feature, I don't know, six to nine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fucking funny. Six to nine shots. And then at the end of the week, Nick has to go through all of those features on our Instagram and pick the top five. Yes, and that's where we get to... The top five of the week, and so I mean, if you want, if you want to get in the top five, what we're saying is, just, you might as well lube you up. You really Nick. have to please me, and that's what Matt called out earlier. Like previously, my thing was like, if you put a bucket head out there, it's probably yeah. like I have an affinity for troopers, and there's still one in the top five this week. Uh, d- did you see? Uh, sorry, I got another fan moment from the week, and this is the, this is what kind of what this segment is. So when we can talk about the the fans. Typically the ones interacting on IG, but did you see uh, fucking Baron's Black Series yeah. and Star Wars Black yes. Series started an Inception story it. nonsense? I saw it. I was, I was <laughs> Going so back and forth like, I never make top five. What's it going to be? Uh, like in each new one, they'd put a new uh, gif on it. It was fun. Guys, I saw it. I can't look. 
I cannot break the integrity I, of the on top On Facebook five. this week, I think Greg did the, the, sad, em- did. <laughs> the sad emoji on the top five. He did. It's Because he didn't make it. There is integrity in what I'm doing here, <laughs> fellas. I can't just throw out top fives uh, willy-nilly. I'm sorry. Y'all are... I love it, though, man. That, that <laughs> I really do. I, I do hope the show is catching on more because... It's this segment and then the fallout from this segment throughout the week that oh. is probably my favorite part of Star Wars time it's, at this it's, point. It's getting crazy. I feel and like all these fucking knuckleheads, man. I feel like this means something to people. And, and like when I see <laughs> like when I put out the top five and I see the people that I. Oh, tag, dude, like, it means something now. There's no doubt about it's, it. It's crazy. So I'm glad that the, yeah, the, we're, we're not just two assholes <laughs> here. We still are. But now we've got even more assholes listening yeah i know to it's us, like that so. fucking it's like the scene in space balls where yeah. you know they're like man why am i so i knew i was surrounded by assholes like it's <laughs> it's exactly what we got going on here is the space balls fucking reference, oh so. my god yeah dude it's great um so this week in the top five like i said i'm, I'm pretty sure i'm like 99 percent sure that that all of the people in the top five are new entries and I've done like, trust me, hey, I like that. Like I've I've done what fifty plus of these now because we started doing it in February of last year. So my brain is it's getting hard to kind of keep all the names in there. But first up, we have a a you know traditional slash digital art piece done by Viv Sketches, and it is Ooh. of the redeemed Ben Solo from I, I want this I want it I want this movie I want this cartoon I want this Ben Solo yeah dude because this is the scene in Tross where you know Ray and and, and and Ben have their moment right as she's about to strike down the the emperor where they hand off they force hand off the lightsaber and then you see Ben kind of pulling it from his back and Another really cool rendition of Ben in the top right, where you see a close. I, I mean, face. he just uh, look at this guy. I, I would make out with this Ben Solo. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I, I love her. Uh, I love her. Her line here too. Viv sketches. Y'all better unfollow me now because I'll never give up on Ben Solo. Mm, yeah, uh, no, huge fan. Like I, I, I obviously was lucky to. <clears throat> I think she might have showed up in Star Wars Time shows Explore. Okay. Yeah. Because I've been hitting that now. Just again, I'm always looking for new Star Wars stuff. I love the art. I love the photography, custom shit, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm here to share that with you, other Star Wars nuts. That's there's always time for Star Wars time, right? Right. Indeed. Uh, so I found her and obviously scrolled through her feed and, and found the shot that I, I wanted to lead with. Obviously, she's marked now, and I will be following her career with great with interest, great as interest. I like to say. Yes. Uh, but dude, I mean, just you know, it, it's kind of that disney style i'm starting to find that there is a lot of fantastic female star wars artists disney artists or disney inspired artists out there that i mean they are putting out some flawless looking work and and this stuff that viv's doing is my god like like i said get do hey if you don't like JJ's version of Tross, re-release <laughs> it as this animated version. Yeah, and look, we had a shot last week that was again just fucking like a perfect Disney rendition of that final scene where where Ben is essentially becomes one with the Force. And I mean, speaking of fantastic female Star Wars artists, I mean Viv uh, at Viv Sketches V I V S K E T C H E S S on Instagram. She is, has a huge following already, 20,000 followers. Um, so, I mean, fantastic work, but her feed is just a killer full of 
fantastic Star Wars art, fantastic Disney-inspired art, everything. So give her a follow. Um, but but next up is another uh, female artist that's that's you know doing some really good stuff with Star Wars and other properties as well. And this is I'm gonna butcher this name. And if you're listening to the to the podcast, please tell me how to say it. Uh, Uzuri, U-Z-U-R-I. I'm gonna assume it's Uzuri. Dude, I think that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, Uzuri art on uh, on IG. I-, I was just gonna go with Uzi. Uzi, yeah. <laughs> you could say that for <laughs> short, but she has another absolutely, yeah, you know, I just love, beautiful. Like this, this to me could almost be hung in the Church of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like if you like have, the Church of Star Wars, uh, Latter Day Skywalk. Yeah, like if it, this is almost like if you have like the stations of Ben Solo, <laughs> you know, where this is the final. <laughs> You know, the Catholic oh, Church that's has exactly it, stations of the yes. cross. This is I th- probably only Catholics will understand that, yeah. but that is exactly it. I mean, dude, it, it's it's fantastic, and it, it's what happened essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because in the movie, you do not see Leia's physical form disappear until Ben dies, yeah. and that's what this art is depicting. It's Leia lifting up her son's force spirit and taking him off. To the good place. It's it's beautiful. I mean, like it's a beautiful piece of art that that yeah, like you said, perfectly depicts what you're seeing in the film. And I mean, Uzuri art it does not have a big following. Two hundred seventy followers. I mean, this girl. If you scroll through what? her feed, though, I mean, Holy yeah, shit. it's it's nuts. Like if you scroll through her feed, she's got many different, you know, many different focuses, many different things that she likes to draw. But like. You know, whether it's, you know, Street Fighter, there's a Chun-Li, there's Star Wars, there's Marvel, there's, you know, DC with Wonder Woman. I mean, this, this girl is a fantastic artist. And um, really, this, this shot that we have shared is just one of many excellent ones that we see on her feed. So um, make sure to go give her a follow at Uzuri Art, U-Z-U-R-I-A-R-T on Instagram. I mean, this... I don't know what else to say about this, except this is a, I mean, like this is the soul of that moment in, in Tross. Yeah. Like I said, man, if there's a star Wars church, this is hanging in it somewhere. Yeah. 100%. Um, so at Uzuri art on Instagram. Well, well done, ma'am. Um, next up we have, I, I will admit freely that when i saw this shot i was like oh this is a this is an everything kylo shot like this has the hallmarks of an everything kylo shot like hey speaking of jesse yeah he's finally back i mean he he took some time off he was working on a project he's kind of building his own diorama because he's a manly man (laughs) he's not like me where i have to fucking pay big money to have people make it for me like dagobah customs yes yes but he, he's like made this elaborate diorama set and he uh, he finally popped up again. He shared a new shot. I think he sh- I think he tagged me in it because I. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I it, it. don't I worry. Like, oh, don't man. worry, Jesse. If you're listening, it's going to get featured at some point. I don't know if, you know, the, the diva over here is going to pick it for top five. Again, but it's it's going to get featured. This don't is worry. A, a segment of integrity. OK, there is no amount right. of begging or dollars. Yeah, that and don't come at me. <laughs> this ain't my doing. I mean, I passed this shit off to Nick because I knew what this would turn into. I wanted him to get on. Matt would never be able to get and... down to five, I don't think. <laughs> no, fuck no, it. dude. I mean, like I said, I, I literally had my 
archive down to 20 or something and it's it's not even wednesday yet and it's back up to 50 <laughs> there we go but this piece here i mean like i said it it is it's a trooper in motion in 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 a very action oriented motion yeah, like you see from who is it a- action, action picture, figures yeah, action snaps. figure snaps with a z snaps and i think this is i think this is someone that's one of our regular listeners by the way so okay okay i'm glad you you sometimes give these guys their their shout there, there's 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 this guy action figure snaps right yep there's another one i i don't it's like Scion or Skyon XTC, something like that. I, I've seen, Sorry. I've seen, I've seen him. Yes, I've seen that. Right, name. like he's always doing. All right, Star Wars time. Shit, yes. the the his his car radio. Optimus Crimes, another one. Yes, yes you I know see. Barons, obviously. There's you know Greg, clearly. Yep. Uh, Cryo now with Cryo. his his art dedications, I mean, his little Easter eggs. I mean that's just the, amazing. The, the group of assholes is building as na- as Matt has now. Yeah, dubbed you guys. Yes. <laughs> I think Russ Belt's in Russ there Belt too. Collector, He's another yeah. one. Yeah, um, but this shot here. Don't missing anyone? Sorry, you can tell me to go fuck off tomorrow yep, in the DMs. Drop them in the DMs. Um, I mean, this shot here is a fantastic sh- scout trooper shot from Jedi Fallen Order. Right, right. That was the inspiration yeah. here, and I totally buy into it because for some reason in Fallen Order, these guys are essentially as strong as sith lords yeah <laughs> like if you played jedi fallen order and and you're not a person who comes from the background of playing bloodborne or dark souls or something like that like i was surprised i was like oh well i gotta fight a fucking scout trooper with a stick the first time that i ran into one i was like holy fuck this guy's kicking the shit out of me um yeah dude. Uh, but you don't even get me on the fuckers on dathomir oh, yeah. those, those guys might as well be end end game bosses yeah yeah the knight brothers can be a, a bit of a pain in the ass the first time you end up there but i mean this shot's so fucking cool like i love the background that he chose for it so this is clearly probably on zepho if you're if we're putting it in the jedi fallen order world um and this is i mean it looks like I say it looks like an everything Kylo shot because this is the kind of shit that Jesse's good at is like capturing troopers oh, yeah, the, in motion. The, the action pose. Yeah. Like he's, that's why we call him. He's, he's Jesse action, Jackson, everything. Got yeah. Him. I mean, and, goat. and this is goat number one boy. <laughs> oh, that's his full name. There we go. He, you put the number one on there and I know that Sir Dork is an avid listener. So, he, well, <laughs> I, I do think, I do think everything was the first one we labeled goat. Yeah. We, we, we sell this, a while ago i mean that, that there are goats yeah. i don't know if we'll ever add more because of what nick just said it got into okay who's 1a who's b and then they just became the goats like i said we just need so a, i think our, our, they're just the goats we need a running mount rushmore because i think that we like composed the mount rushmore like two or three episodes ago that's what we need we need we need somebody out there who's well there's there's we're, i think we're talking about two different rushmores then because we we almost need the star wars time fanboy rushmore and hopefully girl rushmore and then just straight up toy photography pimps yes Rushmore. yeah the toy photography pimps i mean we've gone over it you have papa palpatine you have everything kylo you have sir dork you have like one six one six and then black, black series. series i mean like and it work more yeah work more or less we're already over classic action nose yeah. rain yeah. i mean yeah we said this before though we were gonna go more heads yeah because mount rushmore is only four and there's far more than four 
of the Mount Rushmore of the Star Wars. Speaking of nose rain, he's the first person I went to when I learned of the Kobe thing. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you remember when I told you that he was like a huge Kobe guy? Yes, yeah, I do remember that. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, no, I, re- I like legit. I've talked to, you know, Richie has said this before. He's talked about it. It's like how it, it motivated him. And so I knew he was going to be leveled by it. And I just went to, you know, IG. That's all I got. He wasn't posting. I saw in the story, he basically just said, I'm sick to my stomach. It's like, oh, man, I just want to say sorry, dude. I knew, you know, I knew he was a big influence or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's the toy toy photography community though. Yeah, I mean, if you're in it, you know that's how mm-hmm. it is. I mean, outside of that one dickhead I talked about <laughs> last week, which, by the way, that is why Jesse's goat won. He sent me. I don't know if you saw it. I think it's in Star Wars Time Show DMs. I don't know if it's in Haywood Pop, <laughs> but he fucking found the person I was talking about and unfollowed. Him. <laughs> there you go. There <laughs> that's, you that's go. hilarious. That's some loyalty right there. I, I loved yeah. it. That's what I mean. I mean, that you, you motherfuckers, those of you that have stuck around and you, you do keep coming back, I, I'm not shitting you. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It means a lot. It's good stuff. And it does. It does. I mean, again, like this shot by Action Figure Snaps is fantastic. One thing that, that really makes it pop to me is the effect that he put on that fucking Electro staff. Yeah, that, that's a good one there. Good, uh, good VFX. Yeah. So Action Figure, at Action Figure snaps with a z s-n-a-p-z on instagram excellent job here on this shot and i mean it really does it's like an everything kylo shot man it it feels good to to see shit like that all right next up this one i i picked this out purely based off of concept alone because i thought it was really fucking cool oh yeah no this is great it's a great idea and and great execution yeah so this is from uh, Mazarek88 on Instagram, and it is of, you know, again from Tross, what we learned in Tross. Like, it's a shot of the back of Palpatine hooded, but what you see as kind of the central figure is in a tube is Snoke. So, like, this is giving credence to that line that Palpatine said at the beginning of Tross that he created Snoke, and then we go on to see just multiple versions of Snoke in this fucking back to tank or whatever that was on Exegol. Um, so I thought that this was a really fun shot that, that, that Masarek 88 cooked up here really portraying. Yeah. You know, I, I think this is all practical too. I mean, yeah. Lighting smoke. The I wonder what the tube was. He kept the clone boy. In. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought, yeah, it's, it's really fun. But cool. I do, I do like the pose on Palp. It's kind of like that, Frankenstein, like uh-huh, my creation yeah. type of shit. Yeah, exactly. Rise. Yeah. Rise. Lord Vader. It's good, dude. It's a good That's shot. also I like how Palpatine just starts talking like a creep too. I know. I love it. Like when he gets all rankly, just like, ah, ah, ah. immediately. Like you had a couple <laughs> of little bites. No. No, even when Mace is wagging, he's like, No, no. You will die. <laughs> <laughs> just like Yeah, man. Uh, that dark side will fuck you up every part of you but yeah man i i i really like this i like the concept i like the the thought put behind it and execution here by at mazarek m-a-z-a yeah, i'm always always R-E-K a big fan of just people that kind of take things to the next level a little bit with the creativity yeah yeah this is you know, unlike me where i'm, I'm just kind of the one trick pony find a random background and hopefully something will stick Never would I sit here and go, hey, man, I find a fucking tube, put some water in it, jam my Snoke figure in there. 
And there you go. Yeah. Nope, not me. Like if it's not just obvious, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do I it. I think that's the next level. It comes at the next yeah. iterate. Like that's when yeah, you get to the next five years. Maybe yeah. I'll figure that out. Um. So at Mazarek M A Z A R E K eighty eight on Instagram. Well, well done, sir. Next up is another one. Is another kind of cool concept here by Badger Man's Toys. Badger underscore Man's underscore Toys. And yeah, this is a straight up scene from Clone Wars, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there was a, a scene. One, from, uh, the Mortis, yes, right? Yes, in the Mortis arc, I believe. Um, and it's of so in the background you have the the visage of Dark Vader of Darth Vader, kind of flanked by smoke, and then in the foreground you have Anakin Skywalker who's standing right. there. Both like both this. toys, by the way, both figures. Yes, yeah, so not like any kind of digital effect for for right. Vader. I do believe the smoke's digital, but. Um, I think it's really cool. It is like a depiction of something that we've seen, and 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 it was only for like a very brief moment too that we saw. Oh yeah, in, in I, Mortis I, arc. I'm almost hundred percent positive it's when he's on Mortis and he's. I don't know if it's after the brother kills the sister and the dark side is starting to surge. Yeah, to permeate. But but yeah, he essentially. I don't even know if it's the father who essentially says, "Oh, you're gonna turn me down." Well, here you go. Here's some fucked up shit. Yeah, it's like here's what is <laughs> Here, your future. Th- this is what your life's gonna be now. Yeah, but um, I thought this was a cool and uh, yeah, being recreated with toys, I, I, it it just grabbed my eye right away. And I think Badger Man is fairly new. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, two fifty six and only forty five posts. So. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's a pretty new account here. This account like just popped up, and I think that he has a a pri- like a regular photography um, account too that he links in on his toy photography account. But this one, yeah, I mean, yeah. an up and coming toy photographer again, kind of has a lot of different focuses: a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of Star Wars, and you know, he's he's definitely building his skill set. And I really like the concept here on this shot, and I really like the, the execution as well. So. Yeah, um, yeah, it's way more advanced than my feeble mind the, can uh, cook up. So. so the hands, you see, like Anakin's hands, are those like separate hands that attach to this, or did he kind of like get those into like the force choke little hand motion? Uh, no, that's kind of one of the bummers with the Black Series. Again, they're, they're only 20 bucks, so you're not really going to get many attachments, but most of their hands are pre-molded in a grip to either hold a blaster or a lightsaber. Okay, I gotcha. Well, this actually... So that's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can't dig up my Anakin real quick, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just how his hands are molded. Gotcha. Well, it kind of works because it looks no, like No, it does. does. I mean, sometimes it works perfectly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when they're ever holding something, it, it does kind of look like a natural grip. But other times, if you're trying to do a different scene where maybe they're just talking to each other or hanging out, it's kind of hard because then it looks like the motherfuckers have severe arthritis or something. <laughs> True, yeah. You know, they're like, oh! I got fucking claw hands or whatever yeah. from aldehyde babies. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I mean this one this one works out pretty good. Um so yeah, so this That's a good looking uh, that that is a good Anakin figure by the way cuz it's a re-release of the Black Series Anakin which was kind of derpy. Yeah. But became super expensive on the black market cuz you couldn't get them anymore so they just did this archive release this year and they again with this new digital face paint shit Hasbro does. Uh, this Anakin is money because you do get two heads and you very rarely get multiple heads with the Black Series. Yeah, I think in if you look on, on Badger Man's feed, his next shot right after the one that we featured is using the other head. 
I think. Right, it's not as cracked out looking. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely Anakin not as doesn't look as, as strung out. Yeah. Oh man. So, um, and that brings us to the end of our top five at Badger underscore Mans underscore Toys on Instagram, and that's that wraps us. All right, man. That's always a good time. Uh, I, I like, you know, sometimes we get this segment. It jogs my memory of the week prior, just interacting with the fans. So it's always fun to just kind of share some of those stories. So hey, if you want to get on the show, even if it's not top five, like I've been telling Greg, Baron, Spencer, all the other people that get upset, it's not just about the top five. I, I would rather just become part of the show than potentially getting featured in the top five. Yes, it's prestigious, Nick is a connoisseur of toy photography what he says carries a lot of weight but so does the star wars time show so you know if if you become a character if you become a recurring theme someone we talk about i think that's okay too if that's something that sounds like fun to you or just potentially get in the top five you know what you need to do at this point in time it's time for the dance Let's go. StarWarsTime.net. Say it with me. StarWarsTime.net. It's not that hard. I'm not a huge fan of the .net, but it is what it is. If you go to .com, I think you're going to go buy some fucking chewing tobacco or some dumb shit. Fuck you, domain squatters. Eat dicks. Anyway, StarWarsTime.net. You can find all of our content because we do more than just a podcast. We've got a YouTube channel, and I, I try to get at least a video or two out a week. You can just subscribe to that from the website or youtube.com slash Star Wars Time Show. You can find our little fun channel over there. You can also subscribe to the podcast at StarWarsTime.net. I think I've got too much spit in my mouth. I'm starting to... But we got easy links there. Subscribe to the podcast right there at the top. If you're on mobile, hit the hamburger menu. And I'm telling you, we've got your platform. If we don't, fuck you in your platform. All right, because there's always time for Star Wars time. And the best way to stay with your buddies throughout the week when we're not talking to you through whatever listening device you are now consuming our lovely, stupid voices. Maybe you'll find us on IG. Maybe you will do something on StarWarsTime.net. Either way, there's always time for Star Wars time. And remember, if you listen to the Star Wars time show, the Force will be with you. Always. <laughs>